are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your hugbearer. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome everybody, it's Monday, how about this August 1st, it feels good to say we flipped the calendar, it's the, we now have no more months in the calendar year of 2022 that don't have any football, feels good to say that. Happy August to you. it's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, you know it better as the Big X, we're here until 6 o'clock today, normal hour, I think so, I probably should have, should have checked, it, we are a 3 to 6 show today, correct? Right? We are, Mondays, yeah, bats are off on Mondays. Just making sure, I, feel, yeah. I, I felt confident in saying it, but then I realized I hadn't checked. Yeah, bat, bats are, no, unless it's a holiday, which means we wouldn't be here, the bats are, take Mondays off. They they, 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 they keep a, a, a pretty tight schedule. Is it not a holiday? Because you look around the studios and, I mean, once again, uh, we're the only people here. What's happening here? I mean, our our, our afternoon traffic guy, is he, I thought he was here, wasn't he? Is he here? He's, he's here next door. Is he next door? Yeah. Okay. I didn't see the uh, his normal truck outside. I mean, I assume so. When I got here about 2.35, there was nobody here. Well, I walked in. There was nobody here. Yeah. Besides I mean, Jenna. Jenna was the first person in here. Yeah, I think I saw her walking in behind me when I was parked. Jenna's here today. Trevor Kelsey in the uh, the production room, as always, producing yep. the absolute hell out of the show behind the glass. I'll be joining you after this segment. I'll let Jenna take over over here. He'll be coming in here today. We've got... Uh, Lots to get to. A lot of, uh, I think, news and noteworthy stuff happened over the weekend. We'll talk about the 502 BBQ a little bit. We've got a oh, yeah. early basketball ranking that has enraged a segment of the Louisville fan base. We've got some recruiting news going on. Uh, we've also got. I'm a little down today. I'm a little sad. Wow, today. You, you seem. You seem. I'm a little chipper. sad today. Today is the. What happened today? Well, this is the annual the U of L media scramble, the golf scramble today, where they and Kenny Klein hosted. It's like his favorite event of the year. Um, Wouldn't know. Have you never been invited? Are you saying well, you don't go off anyway? I mean, are you really surprised I've never but been? But Kenny does this. So if you were on Kenny's mailing list, I feel like you would have at least gotten an email to be a part of this. No, he, he purposely took me off that one. Well, probably probably a good decision too. It's the media scramble. They do this. They've done this every year for I mean, as long as I've been doing this. I think it, was, it predated me starting Card Chronicle. But Kenny Klein always puts it on. And, you know, Kenny just retired since last year doing this, and this is the first year I haven't been able to play because stupid long COVID or whatever. I can't play golf. Can't get outside. Can't do anything. And I've, like, I, it's always a fun event. I feel like it's the unofficial kickoff of the upcoming athletic season. I've been on the team that's won it twice. I uh, won close to the pin last year. It was a great moment. I won a watch. I don't know where the watch is right now. Uh, I probably should find it. But You lost the watch? It's somewhere. It's an Adidas watch. I don't wear watches. And it's not something you can like really like, re-get. I mean, this is the guy that they invite. The one doesn't even care about the stuff he gets. Oh, I care. I still got the swag I got at the Sugar Bowl. Well... 
I, I mean, I, I wear the shirts that I get. I wear the hats that I get. I wear the stuff well, that I get. Depends who gives them to you. And I wanted to show up just to get the swag today. And I was like, "Does that is that bad if I just like show up and like check in, like grab my stuff, and then go back in the car and leave?" But, I would have done it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably should have, but it's okay. But I, I, they, I they, that's their preference for me if I'm actually show up. I'm bummed that I missed out. Another thing that I'm missing out. It's the it's not it's the opposite. Whatever the summer of Mike is, it's the opposite of that. It's the, you, the I, I can't wait for the summer to end. So you're saying can't end soon enough. It's not me. It's the Big X family they exclude from the the media media people. Well, no, like I'm invited. Oh, well, never I just, mind. I just had to tell, I had to email them on Friday and be like, I, you know, I was acting like he didn't get invited. My no, I, I just couldn't play. I can't play. Oh, uh, okay. Which sucks. I, I, you had taken the day off. Me and Jenica had done the show. I physically, I just told you, I cannot play. Oh, I'm don't do that. I sick. think you can. Trust me, I cannot. Uh, 15 minutes of the zoo will like put me on my ass and like make the next day terrible. So I can't imagine what a round of golf would do. But hopefully, hey, walking the day in my shoes over dude, here. Dude, it's yeah, it's uh, basically I've lived my last three months like I'm Trevor Kelsey, which has not been fun. Which is well, yeah, it's like Except the un- with none of the vices. I was gonna say it's not the only cool parts of it. I have the worst parts of being you and none of the good parts, which has not been fun. It's uh, it's it's been it's been bad. But uh, hopefully a year from now I'll be back playing golf. I mean I can't believe I'm gonna go a full year without playing golf. My favorite thing to do in the summer. It sucks. My friend's golf trip's going up in a month. I had to miss that. I'm like, they're like going down all the matchups and all the teams, and I'm like just sitting there in the text group, just feeling like an idiot. It's not fun. I'm you sad. You'd be a cart boy. I don't know. I can't go. I can't travel anywhere. I you can't can do drive anything. the cart, I, right? I, I can't mean. do anything. Uh, it's not fun. But n- next year we'll be back. Wow. Okay. Well, now that you ended, you started showing a complete utter well, I'm downer. Just, I, I, this is me trying to get you to pick me up. Uh, okay, I can pick you up. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, how was your weekend? It was fine. It was okay. We did some, I mean, mostly dad stuff. Went to the zoo. We um, it's fifteen minutes, and you were on your exactly. Butt. It was not not fun. I mean, and again, like Virginia, the zoo for her is basically the playground and the carousel. Like she goes there. We're there for five seconds. We always go to the carousel first, and then like we're like, all right, let's look at the there's the rhino. Like oh my god, it's right up close. We have the whole zoo to ourselves because we went pretty late. Like there's the zebras, there's the giraffes, and she's like, wow, let's go to the playground. It's all she cares about is the playground. I mean, have you ever thought about just not taking the bother, taking to the zoo, and just taking to the playground with the carousel? Well, I mean, yeah, like, we, we go to the playground enough, but like <laughs> she just all she like we think the, you know because John, we have another child too. John's like check, checking out giraffes for the first time. He's taking it all in. He's yeah, loving that. I mean. Um, and there's only so much you can do with John, but he he got on the carousel. He enjoyed it. But Virginia's like she just she didn't care about the animals. She used to be the biggest animal kid. And now it's just playground carousel. It's like when boom. you buy when you buy her the toy and she wants to play with the box. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, but that was fun. She actually we, she went to a gymnastics class on Saturday morning. She enjoyed that. Although she doesn't like the structured part, she's a free spirit. She loves the the balance beam, the playing in the ball pit, the jumping on the trampoline. Oh, when I they have to like the, the ball pit, when I was a when kid. they have like the class, like Mary's like yeah, they had one thing where like everybody's going in one circle and Virginia's like sprinting around the opposite direction, just laughing maniacally. I'm like that's my girl. I'm, <laughs> can't tell her what to do. She's a she, she likes to do what she wants to do, and she doesn't like structure. But uh, we'll work on it. But she had fun there, and that was, uh, that was pretty, we had a little pool time. That's pretty much it. Well, well did you swim by the pool, do a little swimming? Swim get a, by the get pool. A little sun. Got a little sun Saturday night. No, yeah. I mean, not much. I mean, a little, little rays. It was a little cold. <laughs> a little cold. <laughs> was it cold outside Sunday? A little cold Saturday night. Saturday night was it cold? It was like 5 o'clock. It was, it was a little chilly. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I, I got home on Friday. I left on, on today. Did you watch? Uh, were you summer slamming it up or AEW? I actually it up? did summer slam it. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear you got out to the zoo and the and the pool and all these things because I feel like you have to like counteract all my staying at home. Yeah. Like, so the more you get out, the more like it evens the you know evens us out in terms of the world and and and, and everything. So like yeah, because Friday I did a 
Friday, I went on like a nice little uh, grunge movie binge. I did uh, Reality Bites and Singles. Okay. Uh, then Saturday, I, I broke down. I actually watched SummerSlam. Uh, I, I wanted to check it out now, the post Vince McMahon. It was, the wrestling, as usual, was decent. Uh, the commentary was actually, one of the first times actually listening to the commentary, you can tell Vince McMahon's not in her ears because I didn't want to put a pencil through my ear listening to some of them after 30 seconds. So I uh, actually didn't, and someone enjoyed SummerSlam. I saw a truck pick up the ring. Yeah, what was the, That's all I saw. the tractor? Yeah, it was during the last man standing match between uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I saw Roman yeah. Reigns won. People were upset. He did, and I'm not surprised. I mean, he he was the right one to win. Uh, but it was still it was it was a fun match. It was what he expect the the goopiness that comes with the last man standing match with with WWE. They're usually going to do something goopy, and they're always going to burying the guy. Not to the term of wrestling bearing, but literally bearing a guy so he can lose. Okay, we've got... I, I hate to interrupt you. Oh, no, you don't. The stream's not working. The stream's not working? Uh, apparently, the stream is... The, the stream, We're on everything. The stream yeah. is playing, but it's not us, is what I'm being told by multiple people. Well, that's not good. Yeah, the whole text line, I just glanced down. Is the Mike Rutherford show on today? Not on streaming. Stream isn't playing, you guys. It's playing night. something else. It is playing other people, is all I'm being told. So it's a good show. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a woman. So that's all I know is there's a woman talking. Do they know it wasn't Jenna? They know it's. Oh, you got to say, are you? Saying, it's apparently not Jenna. Are they, are they saying we? I sound feminine. The first text I got is I don't know who this woman is, but she needs to shut up. If I don't hear Trevor interrupt Mike in the next five minutes, someone's getting slapped. Well, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I feel like I'm glad I'm appreciated. It's though. a woman talking about Deshaun Watson. That we've been, we're, we're not, we're on the stream. Yeah, I think I fixed it. Are we back on now? All right, let us on. know via text or, or tweet uh, for everybody. <laughs> I just, now ask who's this woman interrupting Mike. The very first tweet I got was, what is Trevor doing? And apparently it was because the show was not going on. So we're Clearly, that's, the answer is nothing to that. Somebody let me know that the that we're, we're streaming As usual, the podcast will be in full. Good God. Uh, I mean, Classic Monday. Monday. This is Classic yeah. Monday Rutherford Show. What are we doing? Uh... Oh, I did watch a new movie on Saturday. Perfect way for the stream to start. Okay. Yeah. I uh, watched uh, Stillwater. I've heard good things. have not watched it. Nah, you, you heard wrong. Okay. It's it's not bad. It's just two hour, over two hours. Probably could have made it an hour and 20 minutes and a little slow at times. It had its moments, but I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it unless you have really nothing else to watch or you're like between that and ordering a Jurassic Park movie. I still don't know if the stream is working. It should be. I'm hoping it's just the delay because we get. I can always tell when the stream texts come in because it's like 45 seconds after we've talked about something, and then it's somebody reacting to it. No, it's showing. It's showing right now. We're on. We we should be on. Okay, I'm great. looking at it right now. Um. Anyways, so if you missed the beginning of the show, you missed me being sad about not playing in the golf tournament. You get to miss the golf tournament. Uh, you got out. You got. You had a weekend full of uh, ex- kid activities, classic and, kid stuff, and then yeah. you watched wrestling and movies. Watch wrestling movies. Oh, I did order the Ric Flair last match last night. I saw it. It made me sad watching him try to flare chop. I was. It I, looked bad. I, I was. How bored. many last matches can the man have? This is the third one I've watched. You watched the, I mean, the last I ordered, match. I actually is, ordered the pay per view, yeah. Because the I, HBK match is the last match. I mean, the I love you, I'm sorry. Yes, that was, and, like, then, that's and, it, and then the next day they did the, the whole, I think they did like a, a whole half of Raw was, was dedicated right, to him, which was really, like, really emotional when you watch it. Last night was an emotional for different reasons. I've seen you saw the clips. Like, I have never been more scared in my life watching a wrestling match. Like, he he, he would just take a headlock, a headlock, uh, headlock toss and a bump 
And I mean, I just I was just scared he was gonna break a hip. Like watching him walk down, it was it I was stream, I, it was sad. Real quick, officially, thank you for it. I didn't realize I hadn't updated the. Apparently, I have to refresh the text line today, and now we have a million people saying we're on. We started streaming at three sixteen, so we're good to go. Monday three sixteen, Rutherford Show three sixteen. You missed. Uh, you came in right. You missed to hear, nothing. You came in me. right to hear Trevor talk about wrestling, which was actually came in the very end because that was pretty much it. I watched that, that. Was it. The show itself was really good, but yeah, the player match was good. It was it was almost scary to watch. Good, Jenna, Jenna, Mike, how was your weekend? Thumbs yeah, up. How was your week? Just, I just wanted a thumbs up. Yeah. She'll be on in a second. This, that's all we care about. Now we don't care about Jenna's weekend. By the way, Alexander not on DoorDash. I love that. <laughs> I, said that ago. I, I did look at their menu though. It's like, whoa, that's kind of that's kind of pricey. It's hey, it's a classic place. I hope you get good tips over there. Only the best for Jenna. <laughs> We've got a, a little bit of break. I served at Pizza Hut. We have a little bit of breaking news before we get to um, to what we're going to talk about. What I want to talk about today, uh, which is a variety of things. But how about this? Just uh, now, about half an hour ago, Louisville has its first commitment in football from the 2024 class. Oh, we're just moving on up, moving on past 20, moving on now, huh? Isaac Brown out of Florida, the number seven overall running back wrong, in the class of 2024. Wrong coaster set. What are you doing? Hey, we're, we're getting who we want, now, where we want, when we want. Now, we're doing. if you have a beach, you've got a Satterfield on your turn. Pretty much. <laughs> we're, if you can play the sport year-round, we're coming for you. Uh, Isaac Brown out of Homestead, Florida, the same high school in Florida that produced James Burgess, uh, former Cardinal, yep, great linebacker. linebacker, announced Monday. He is committed to UofL. Uh, again, 2024 class, has 14 Division I scholarship offers, chose Louisville over the likes of Georgia, not bad, Miami, pretty good. Florida, eat it. Suck Michigan it. State, really suck it. Florida State, <laughs> eat it all. Um, Lick it up with a spoon. Okay, too much. All those schools, <laughs> all those schools wanted Brown. They did not get him. Five foot nine hundred eighty pound, all purpose back. Uh, very very fast, as you might expect for somebody that size. He ranks as number uh, one twenty overall prospect according to the twenty four seven Sports composite rankings. And as of right now, the eleventh highest rated prospect ever to commit to Louisville football. I feel like we're just. Like, that was news that a year ago we would have just dedicated the full three hours of the show to, right? If it was the 11th. Mean, like a top five all And now we're just like, now yeah, we're just, whatever. Yeah, we just move on, yeah. Keep in mind, he's the 11th highest rated prospect ever committed to Louisville. He's behind, like, four guys that have committed in the last five months. <laughs> it's just, it, it's unreal what's happening here. But uh, Isaac Brown, on the heels of uh, Reuben Owens coming here, the number one running back in the 2023 class. Now, is he, is he one or two? Cause Alabama Depends got, on which ranking you're looking at. Because Alabama got that kid committed on Friday or Saturday, and they kept saying he was number one. Owens is number one in, like, I think, Rivals. I think the other kid who went to Bama is, is number one in, like, the 24-7 and They showed ESPN. he beat Owens in a race, it looks like. It was a fast race, nonetheless, but yeah. Cool. I mean, like, you know, there are... <laughs> I'm sure there are guys out there who could be both of them who aren't ranked at all. <laughs> Don't get offended because our running back. Our guy's number one. He's number I'm one. I'm sorry, Mike. Don't He's number one. one. Get mad at me. I didn't beat him in a race. Trust me. I swear. Bama can suck it. <laughs> Eat it. Uh, but anytime Brown touched the ball during his sophomore year for Homestead, there was a chance he would do something special. Rushed for 708 yards and two touchdowns on just 45 carries. That is a ridiculous average of 15.7 yards per carry. Also caught 22 passes for 407 yards and a touchdown as well. He averages 15 yards. You and me will like, sit down after 15 yards. Yeah, I can't do 15 yards anymore. Take five days off from the show. <laughs> uh, Isaac Brown, that's a big-time get there for Scott Satterfield and company as they start. I mean, 2023 is not even done. We're already starting 2024. This is what we, now, was he part of the, the 502 circle? The 502 BBQ? Yes. Um, I... I feel like he was in town for the 502 BBQ. So it's already paid off? It took one day and this is already paying off? I told you. We're going to get some of these How guys. How good is that damn barbecue? The BBQ was uh, was was stellar. 
I mean, that must have been some he killer was a member. sauce. He was in town from the, the 502 BBQ. So we're one for one already. One for one. That's just how we do it. That's how we roll. One Imagine for one. if we pulled out some Louisville-style pizza on these kids. They'd be signing on the dotted line before they even finish the crust. Louisville-style pizza like Domino's with hamburger <laughs> topping? No, 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 we're like, like Wick style. Bear knows that's Louisville style. That's Louisville style? That's Louisville style. Okay. It's good style. I'm better in some places. Um, the other guys that were in town over the weekend that seemed to have had a very good time, uh, Peyton Woodyard, five-star safety out of the 2023 class. I just got the hamburger reference. Yeah, <laughs> from, from last week. Marcellus Williams apparently spoke glowingly of Louisville, four-star cornerback. Like, these are – again, it just it seems like everything went well over the weekend, another flawless recruiting weekend, and you're already reaping the benefits of it with Isaac Brown committing on Monday. No big deal. Just Scott being Scott. This is what he does now. Summer of Sat continues. It's like I took what I wanted the summer of Mike to be, got the exact opposite, and just transferred it all through osmosis to, to Sat. He's living the type of summer that I wanted to. I, speak, I, put, I, I watched it last week, so now it's in my head fresh, the, the wedding singer. I think Seth's like John Lovitz. He's looking around the curtain. He's like, they're eating the barbecue, and I'm reaping the benefits. And I am reaping all the benefits. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean when I get a movie recently watched, it gets fresh in my mind. It happens. I watched them all rats too last night, but I won't be quoting any of those, trust me. That's fine. Texas Rutherford 316 says he just whooped your ass. That's the show coming back on. Um, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, it's a good time, man. Think about that. Cool. The other news that broke late last night, it was, I think, right before midnight, is the Maui Invitational Brackets out. Ah, yes. This is going to be a, a big-time week. Even if the team doesn't play well, it's still going to be a big-time week in the sports world. I mean, we are we're desperate for sports right now. August 1st, there's nothing really going on besides baseball and baseball, and that's it. And around here, where college sports move the needle, there's just not that much to latch on to. Think about this week on Thanksgiving weekend. You're going to have Monday, Louisville opening play in the Maui Invitational. That same day, the United States is going to play in the World Cup against Wales. You've got two more Maui games, the second and third. You also have that those PK-80 tournaments going on. What's the official date on this again, remind me? What's up? The official date on this? It's the Monday of Thanksgiving week. I okay, think, Thanksgiving I think week November 21st. Yeah, okay, that's what, I that's what I thought you said. Let me be sure. Louisville's going to play NC State that Saturday before. Then two days later, they start Maui. Three days of Maui, World Cup's going on. And then you've got rivalry week for football. I mean, all the while Thanksgiving's happening. Like, it, it's just, it, it's it's too much sensory overload. I mean, is there any other argument? Can, can you legitimately, now that you add all the sports to this, and, and more than your normal what you get, even though there is usually a lot of sports on Thanksgiving weekend, that Thanksgiving is the best holiday in, uh, of all? Well, no, Christmas is the best. No, Thanksgiving is the best because you have all the food, you have four-day weekend, you have, you have discount sales, you've got sports. What's Christmas got? I mean, what we're talking Tinsel? about, though, isn't Thanksgiving. Like, these are the days before Thanksgiving. Oh, it all comes part of Thanksgiving, though. So you, then if it's, all in the, it's, all, it's all part of the, 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 ga- the grouping. And the, so does Christmas get all of December and, like, half of November, too? Because people think that way. Well, no. Well, people think Christmas gets, like, six months of the year. Exactly. Personally. So does that, no, does Chris, that count? No, Christmas, get, you get within, like, a week, give or take, of the holiday. I the mean, weekend space. I mean, everything we're describing is all within four, three days of Thanksgiving, exactly, right? Exactly, which Thanksgiving doesn't have nearly as much. Well, Christmas gets two days. Wait, Why can't Thanksgiving get three? Christmas gets like five weeks. Like all of December is basically Christmas. I mean, it gets eight days in, in the Jewish community. Well, that's not Christmas. So that's <laughs> their version. <laughs> that's I, don't, I don't think I, I mean. I mean, sure, the first five days is crappy gifts like socks. I'm and, not here to do this last And dreidels. But I mean, the last, usually the last couple of days are good gifts, right? <laughs> The Monday of Thanksgiving week, <laughs> Louisville opened Maui Invitational play, and we kind of, you and I, I think we danced around this topic a little bit. I said, if you look at the eight teams in the Maui Invitational, Louisville probably is going to be, if you're power ranking them, like last or second to last. 
And so they're probably going to play one of the two teams or three teams that are in these preseason top 15 rankings. Lo and behold, Louisville will play Arkansas, who I Ugh. think is going to wind up being the highest ranked out of these teams. I know some rankings have uh, have Creighton higher. Some have uh, Texas Tech like like ridiculously high, Arizona up there. But when the time for the tournament comes, my guess is Arkansas will be the highest ranked team. They're going to be preseason top 10. They've been to back-to-back elite eights. They lost more than they were expecting to. Um, JT Note bounced. Jalen Williams was a guy that I think they thought was probably going to stick around, but he left. But Musselman, like, as he always does, loaded up in the transfer portal. They got Ricky Council from Wichita. They got the, the Mitchell Twins. I know Twins hate just being referred to by one name, but they got the Mitchell Twins from Rhode Island. They got Jalen Graham from, really? from Yeah. I don't know any Twins. I've never, like, done the study. They got Jalen Graham from Oregon <laughs> State, uh, from Arizona State, and then they got the number two recruiting class in America. Yeah, like in. three or four McDonald's All-Americans or something like three. that. Three. Uh, yeah, they are – and one of those guys is going to be, I think, the, the absolute real deal. So that Louisville will play Arkansas <sighs> game one. It's the the second game of the tournament overall. Texas Tech and Creighton play the first game, and then Louisville and Arkansas will tip off at about five o'clock Eastern on that Monday. If Louisville loses, they'll play the loser of Texas Tech Creighton at um, two thirty p.m. That would suck for us on that Tuesday. If they win, they'll play in the semifinal against the winner of Texas Tech Creighton at eight o'clock on that uh, on, on that Tuesday, and then Wednesday championship game which i hate i can't believe they played at five it should be the it should be late night that's how you celebrate thanksgiving eve it's the maui invitational game at like 11 o'clock but now it's at five if louisville were to i guess play the other games they would be the fifth place game is at uh 2 30 p.m the seventh place game is at 7 30 p.m so those would be the other we don't two need options. any games during our airtime well we're gonna get two at least so no, we're gonna we're gonna, well, one at least, we're gonna figure guess. something yeah well i thought you said one the other 230 game against well likely creighton or texas tech well right? five is the first game so that would cut into our time a little bit and then if we lose we'll play at 230 the next day if we win we'll play it at cardinal insider at five that day that works for me i see an early jody dimming performance on that day but if you're because maui they, they don't do things exactly by the book there's no seeding officially but they always try to unofficially seed it right like if they no. if there are two teams that look like they're clearly the best two in the field they're always going to be on opposite sides of the bracket and if you look at this field it looks pretty much like they've got louisville as the eight seed out of eight teams because uh, i think arkansas is the best team i, I think they probably have it looks like arizona is the second seed with cincinnati as the the seven because louisville and cincinnati look like they're probably the the bottom two here and then i would say three they've got ohio state and san diego state and then four or five is the creighton texas tech game but it's going to be a game where Louisville, probably regardless of what happens in the, the week or two preceding this tournament, is going to be a heavy, heavy underdog in that first game. But it's also an opportunity to cause a pretty early national splash. I assume we've got most of our, what you would would assume would be your cupcakes before this tournament, correct? Well, we open up against, we don't have the official schedule yet. Yeah, that's what I'm We saying, know yeah. we play Bellarmine opening night. Not to refer to them as a cupcake, Scott. No, no, but that in the grand, if you're looking at relative to the rest of the schedule, you they should. are one of those teams yeah. that you, it's a bye game. Um, it's Although it's not technically a bye game because we made the deal with them with volleyball playing at the Yum Center or playing yeah. at the Freedom Hall last year to put this on the on the, the schedule. But we've got volleyball that game. Team, don't say we don't love you. Oh, we love you. Uh, we've got that game. I, don't, I think that the only other game that we have scheduled before Maui is a non-con game against Appalachian State, which again, they've got a good coach. They... They had a good season last year. Not an easy game, but it's one of those games that you you need to win. Because I'm, I'm I'm just curious going into Maui. Say let's say Louisville is four now, okay, which is feasible. No, I mean looking at what you have ahead of you, you, you would assume 
It should they should be you know how they get to there, whether it be ugly, pretty, awesome, impressive, whatever. Let's just say it is looking at a four or five and a. Well, you go into a showdown against a guy who, I mean, let's just—I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be unsafe to say that a decent amount of the fan base wanted Eric Musselman. Sure, I mean, you got Kenny Payne. You pull off an upset here, you—you, you, yeah, it's a big deal. That's a big—that's a—that's a big pull for your Kenny Payne supporters going in. Now, obviously, the things can change at, the, at like a New York minute if you get blown out the rest of the way, or you know how the season unfolds, but. In terms of grabbing and keeping that momentum going early on into the year, that is, I mean, the storyline is set up very nicely for Louisville. I was surprised at how quickly Louisville fans latched onto that, at least the ones in my mentions and on the website saying, you know, it's kind of a spicy matchup. The guy that a lot of Louisville fans wanted versus Kenny Payne. And some people saying, you know, the guy that we should have gotten is coaching against us in, in week one or game one of this tournament. And that, I mean, that talk is probably going to be, exacerbated one way or the other, depending on how Louisville plays. If I mean, Louisville even keeps it close, there'll be a whole lot of, like, look at what you know, Musselman, I thought he was the guy. Like, look what Kenny Payne's doing with a limited roster in year one. I'd be shocked if, if it's brought up on the broadcast, though. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, this is yeah. just fan, yeah. fan mindset. If Louisville gets blown out, then there's going to be a little bit of, you know, that's the guy we should have gotten. Why didn't we pony up to get Eric Musselman? And you're also going to, I mean, it's going to be Maui Musselman doing Maui Musselman things. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be rocking like a half shirt. He might take it off. He'll, he'll be showing the chest at some point. You think Kenny Payne won't be doing uh, Maui things? We don't. He'll know. be doing the Maui thing, but he won't. Like, like Musselman will lean into it. You know how he does. Like you know this 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 is his environment. Also, fun fact about this year's tournament: none of these head coaches have ever coached in Maui before. All eight, it's their first time to Maui. Nice. So we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a brand new Maui champion, uh, first time champion, no matter what, right? Well, no, in terms these, of coaching, coaches, yeah, yeah, have never been to Maui before. A lot of the programs that this is our fourth trip to Maui. Yeah, Louisville has not have. done well in Maui. Um, I think we've lost in the first game twice and the second game once. Wait, how long has it been since we've been to Maui? It's been oh four was the last time. Was it oh four? Patino okay. hated Maui. Little known fact. Like, <laughs> well, probably, I wonder if he hated Maui because of the Kentucky. Uh, situation from 97 he hated it because of a lot of the reasons that a lot of the coaches hated it. it's a grueling trip it's a long long trip from for east coast schools um it's because it's why a lot of east coast schools have chosen to play in the battle for atlantis like the flight to the bahamas is a lot simpler quicker than the flight all the way out to oh, maui yeah. Yeah. and uh, teams will say a lot of times like their team their, their guys are just jet lagged like for three days after they come back from maui just because the the travel is so rough yeah but you can't compare the bahamas to maui that's a, that's like saying, hey, we were going to go to Disney World, but instead we're going to Dollyland. I disagree. I mean, just, the Atlantis has better fields in recent years, but Maui. Maui's I'm talking the, about location. Maui's though. the OG. Yeah, I mean, I mean Bahamas is pretty cool. Like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got the giant slides and all. But that's why I think I think a lot of like so Louisville was supposed to play in the Maui Invitational in I want to say 2012, and they canceled the last second because Patino didn't want to play in Maui, and then they scheduled the, the Battle for Atlantis, which they played in the year Gorgie got hurt, we mm -hmm. lost to Duke, yeah, yeah. ended up winning the national title. But that, like after that, Maui was basically like, you're never getting invited back here until Rick Patino's gone. <laughs> Patino is gone, and then Louisville tried to get back in the Maui field. Now here we are for the first time since 04. But that year, I think we lost to Iowa in the first game. We played there in 2000 when we weren't very good. Um I think we lost the first game that year, and then the only other time I don't even remember, but we lost in the semifinals. So that'd we, be Colorado, didn't it? Because that, that was the Dewan Wheat Chauncey Billups game was in Maui. Yeah, I don't I, again. I don't really remember, but I probably remember that, that would have been like '96, <laughs> I think, maybe '97. I uh, couldn't tell you. Sure, I thought it was Maui. I might be wrong, but I guess I know we played them, and I thought it was Maui. We lost to them, but um, regardless, we have not fared well in the Maui Invitational. We have fared fairly well against Arkansas over the years, four and three, seven all-time meetings. The last time we played, suck at U.S. Reed. It was the the first time. 
that it was the first game of the season back in 09, the Edgar Sosa season, 09-10. We played them in, in St. Louis in like the Hall oh, yeah. of Fame showcase. Beat I was them at that game. We were? Yeah, that was that Reese Cup thing they did. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? that? Me, Dugan, and Rob uh, Jones went to that game. Interesting road trip to take. Yeah, that was the game the whole time we played uh, Radio Roulette where we would hit scan on the guide and the song would play, you know, plays for like 10 seconds yeah. or whatever. And whoever could name the song and, and, and artist the first got a point. Nice. I got my butt kicked in this game. Like, cause it was country all the way there. So Dugan's like nailing every one of them. Then we get near St. Louis and it's mostly hip hop. Rob's nailing them all. I'm like, where's the grunge channel at? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Louisville's only appearance in the Maui, 89, 2000, 2004. So not the Dewan we That must have been again. somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought it was in Hawaii for some reason. I, it was a tournament. I know that. Kind of a weird fact about Louisville and Arkansas. Between 1979 and 1989, they played in the NCAA tournament four times. That's a lot in a decade. Uh, outside of 80, 81, I can't remember the other. Which What was the game we were playing, you said? 79 to 89. Well, we beat them in the, in, in the Sweet 16 when we won the national title. 86. Okay, did we? I didn't remember. I couldn't remember who that was. We and beat. I think okay. we beat them that before we played them in the dream game in 83. I'm pretty sure they were we the team that have. we beat. Because we won two, they won two. That's all I know. So we all know one of their losses. That's all I guess it's because of the, yeah. the significance of the way that we lost that game. It's the only one that sticks out to me. Well, yeah. Uh, we won in 83 before we played Kentucky. It, that was a Sweet 16 game. And then I take it back. It was not 86. It was 89. Okay, 89. Well, that was the second round. Then. Second round, exactly. Because we lost to Illinois in the Sweet 16 that year. Beat them 93-84. They beat us in Illinois 79 crap out of us by 11. Around. Then they beat us by one in that U.S. Reed game, and then we beat them. So that means we beat Eddie Sutton twice in there. And 80, or we, we went one and one, I guess, 80, 80, 83. And Suck it, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, the other matches. Sorry, he went, he's too drunk to remember. <laughs> the other matches on the bottom half of the bracket, by the way. Ohio State playing San Diego State. Interesting. And then Cincinnati playing Arizona. So a lot of people. And went, and, and being the cocky fan I'll be, who do we play when, when we beat Arkansas? The winner of Creighton-Texas Tech. Okay. Which I would think maybe be Creighton at this point. Creighton should be the better team. But you, yeah. Texas Tech, they're turning Texas tough. Tech's got a little bit questioned because of the, the, the swapping of roster. plus They've was, got a, like, basically an entire new was roster. Was Adams kind of a, a one-hit wonder? I mean, there, there, there's some questions with Texas Tech. I think that's fair. I think Creighton's going to be really good offensively. We'll find out if they can defend anybody. but Well, they haven't shown that in the entire time McDermott's been there. <laughs> no. They've got uh, – because Texas Tech lost Kevin Cole. I think they're going to be better than most. Stress they've also got – Defense, like I stress health. Yeah, and, and Texas Tech, of course, is going to be – Want to play defense. Defense, yeah. yeah. They, they bring back that Kevin O'Banner, who was the guy on the Oral Roberts team two years ago, besides Max A. Smith, who was really good. He was very good mm, for them last year. He's back. And then Davion Harmon, who we recruited uh, back in the day, is coming in from Oregon. He's very good as well. They got the, the that uh, Fardwell's a, a mock guy from Utah Valley that we tried to recruit, Evelyn, who added average like 20 points per game. They've got a bunch of uh, uh, big-time transfers. And Elijah Fisher – the point guard that Kenny Payne, remember we were talking about him yeah. staying behind and not going to when his first week recruiting, that was the first big name that he was after. He reclassified. He's going to Texas Tech. Uh, he's going to play there. They've got a they've got a good roster. I think they'll probably lose to Creighton in that game, so we could see them if we lose to Arkansas in uh, in round two, but we're not thinking that way. We're thinking we're going to win this whole thing. And then Yeah, I'm thinking of, and I'm trying to think who will play after we beat Creighton. Well, ideally, I mean, let's be real. Louisville-Cincinnati-Maui title game is juicy. Ooh. A lot of people are saying that's going to be the seventh-place game. Let's prove them wrong. Let's say Louis, Louisville, Cincinnati. Ohio Valley rivalry rebirth on the Pacific Coast. People hated it when we played in the Big East Championship game back in 2012 because we're not Big East schools. They're going to really hate it when we take Maui. <laughs> Suck it, West Miller. Two Midwest ri- heated rivals 
resurrected on the islands of Wahahuhu. What, what was that? <laughs> I don't know what island it's on. Oahu. Maui. Maui. Um, Possibly the one it's named after. Well, we, we're not going to have this discussion again. We're not going to be educated on islands and cities in Hawaii again. Um, <laughs> you also kind of have the juicy matchup of Ohio State-Cincinnati potentially playing on day two. If they both win or they both lose. Because they don't play each other every year anymore. They do don't, they? Uh, which is you know kind of interesting. But that would be fun. You get, I mean, it's a loaded field. It's going to be a fun week. I know there's going to be a lot of attention on the – the Phil Knight Invitational, the Phil Knight Legacy tournaments going on for good reasons. Those fields are loaded too, but this is about as good as Maui's been in recent years. It should be fun. Phil Knight's still alive, right? Phil Knight is still alive. They're celebrating. They did the PK80. You do a legacy tournament for someone who's alive? Yeah. Well, they did the PK80 a few years ago for his 80th birthday. That was the whole thing. And it was so successful that they were like, well, why don't we do this every year? So they're doing now the Phil Knight Legacy and the Phil Knight. They're two different eight-team tournaments. I feel like Phil Knight does basketball tournaments like when like Billy Madison when he graduates a grade. <laughs> hey, I'm not complaining. They're great fields. You have a party every time he graduates? Billy passed the third grade. We're all familiar, Trev. Oh, what a beautiful day. UK fans are so pissed they're not playing that thing either. They, sh- they should be. I mean, the, like every other big-time team is playing it. That's Nike school. Well, I mean, it's because Nike didn't. That's why Nike said, still gave uh, hooked up with uh, DJ Wagner, but he's going to Louisville because Nike doesn't care about Kentucky anymore. We will have a DJ Wagner update of the day coming up a little bit later. Uh, we'll take some text also, 502-414-1450, the Thornton's text line. Uh, we love Thornton's. We love the summer cash bash. One month left of the summer cash bash. Every week, Six? all summer long, they're giving away ten grand to a lucky Refreshing Rewards member. If you want to get involved, download the Refreshing Rewards app today. Open that bad boy up. Click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are enrolled to win. If you don't want to do that, you can text 80313. Uh, you text the word rewards to 80313. That'll get you enrolled in the rewards program, and then you can get enrolled in the Summer Cash Bash. And at the end of the summer, they're giving away a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. You could win ten grand. You could win a Chevy Tahoe. All you've got to do is become a Refreshing Rewards member and enroll in the Summer Cash Bash. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll read some text. We'll get into some other stuff as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on a Monday. Happy August to you on 1450 and And Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Trevor in the big room now. Jenna's on the mic. Jenna, how are you? I'm wonderful. How was your weekend? Good. You, you never asked me about my weekend. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot to give Trevor the mic. Now this by design. I just realized Trevor like, just talking in the background I now. Mic. You're, you're fine. I they can hear you. You're good. I looked up and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. There's no mic in my face. It's the, the second time that's that happened That was actually now. intentional, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, we're good. I'm just going to talk to Jenna now. And I even had it ready for her with the yellow mic, uh, for the, the you know, behind baseball terms over here, uh, like, you know, in program and, and potted up and ready to go. So, I mean, it was all ready for you. By the way, speaking of baseball, I saw Bats finally lost yesterday. Because they didn't last time. Well, we gave them the win in the rain-shortened game. <laughs> they would have come back and won. So they had, I think, like a 17-game win streak, according something, to us. Yeah, something They like finally that. lost. I think we finally have to accept the loss from yesterday. <sighs> They'll be back, though. 
I, I, bl- I blame the hiccup on our uh, my no- our normal weekend board op called me on Saturday and said he couldn't come in, so I had to like arrange a replacement. That threw the bats all off 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 curve. So first text coming came in after Jenna gets on the mic is Capital Grill sucks. <laughs> I'm saying, see, you got a following there. I love it. We're never gonna get an endorsement from Capital Grill. Until they're never sponsored. Hey, I can set something happen. up with Jay's though. We're waiting. Just kidding. I don't have pull like that, but I, I can say try. I'm waiting for Jay or Alexander to step up and give us something. But I can't wait to the day in like six months she's working at Capital Grill or something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It doesn't suck that bad. <laughs> Texas says Rutherford 316 says Jesus, Trevor, really. <laughs> I don't even know what it's a reference to, actually. I think I did say that when you brought up, when, you, when we were talking about Christmas season, you were like, well, Hanukkah, they got eight days. Like, well, that's a totally different holiday. Well, it's the same same ballpark. Texas Trevor's clearly never owned a quality dreidel. <laughs> dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. It's, it just spins. Come on. Texas, I haven't heard Rob Jones' name in forever. What's he up to, Trevor? Uh, got the, He's got the little boy um, work. I can't remember where he works now. He's done like... He, He's doing the, the nine to five. He's the grown up life now. So he's still doing the Elias report. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Still Just rolling. Rob Jones. Not doing the Elias. Yeah, gentleman I used to work with in radio and did some old uh, podcast. Uh, I mean, well, a podcast. I guess podcast technically, but website stuff with. Gotcha. Uh, he's a big Bears fan. Big hey. little fan. Yeah. So he's just he's just living the dream. Texas Capital Grill is the best restaurant I've ever been to. <laughs> it's rough. It's not even built yet here. Now, Jenna, since you are on the mic, I saw Cubs fans. Very, very disturbed by the moves being made today. How yeah. do you feel? What happened today? They moved Contreras it's, finally? It's trade deadline day, which, as you and I have both noted, doesn't really mean Probably anything. Pointless, they still yeah. call it. <laughs> I know they got rid of uh, what is it? a right-handed pitcher. That's Scott Efferis, uh, who is apparently very, very good. I know the Yankees are very excited about this. And yeah, they made some other move that the that Cubs fans were just pissed about. I don't even know what it was. But I just saw I, Cubs fans in shambles all over my timeline this morning. Well, Aww. it's... There's a lot of things going on, but we also had um, Wilson in tears yesterday. Oh, no. So oh, no. uh, people are just raging. And he's in tears because he be. think he's he's presuming he's going to be traded. The thing is, or he's still there. The, <laughs> the Cubs have not talked to Wilson about an extension in three years. They have not had any discussion in three years. So my man's just been sitting in the dugout wondering what's going on while all his friends are disappearing. And no one's speaking to him. What is playing? Why is this moving? Uh oh. Anyway, no, it's okay. Um, it's so sad. I was, I was, it was moving for so me. I was depressed. I was like, he's just violin. fed up because nobody's talking to him. He has no clue what's going on, as from what we can tell. You know what I mean? So my man's just sad because yeah. he has no clue what he's supposed to be doing right now. Well, that's classic Cubs. Paints a great picture of this poor dude just sitting in the in the in the in the locker room by himself. No one's talking to him. I like how quickly Cubs fans reverted to like the old mindset of like "woe is me, everything sucks." This is like the worst franchise in history. We're never it's going been to be good. Six years you since we've been a like, World Series. I, I grew up thinking my entire life that all these tortured Cubs fans, if they just won one title, and I'm sure they probably thought this way too, like we'd be fine. Like that's yeah. all we all we want is one, and for like that that will sustain us for at least twenty years. I'll never complain about anything. And it just took like six years, seven years for them to be right back to like, this is what a time to be a Cubs fan. I hate management. I want to dropkick all of them into the Chicago River. Everyone's always hated the Ricketts. So that doesn't they change do. anything. Um, Didn't the Ricketts, were they the owners though when you won the championship? Yes. Well, I mean. It doesn't matter though. People still hated them. So. They had the Wonder Boy then. There's so much. Okay. <laughs> we, had, we finally the, had a good the, team. The all right. An established B. good team. We got young players. We had people full of potential who were executing what we expected them to. Two years after we won, we started shipping them off. 
all right? And now we're here six years later. We don't have, what do we have, three, four people from that team on our team still? It's sad. If that. I mean, not that's even that. That's why Contreras is sitting in the corner by himself crying. He's not by himself. Everybody loves him. He's by himself. <laughs> by himself. They hate him. No one will talk and to him. we're trading Ian Hat for what? By the way, the Reds only game behind the couch right now. Yeah, well, the Reds suck too. So. That's not good. Did you see they get they got rid of Castillo. I did. I mean, we is only there, tra- we only trade guys to the Mariners. Knew. Is there anyone left in the Seattle Mariner prospect pool <laughs> that y- y'all don't have? They're, they're just like they're huffing <laughs> conies over there in Seattle right now. They just they love cheese conies. They're taking Nick Lachey now. Um, Mm-hmm. Who else would go I think, there? I think they sent. I think they sent the la- the bases from Nirvana over there. Though. Danny Forsen's <laughs> playing for the Seahawks now. They're, they're just taking everything from Cincinnati. It's who they are. It's what they do. But Castillo, I mean, the the, the Reds. The sad thing about the because I don't hate the way that they're building. They they got. I think it's a good trade. Well, they got the the, the, the be, their best prospect in this one. Right? They got three of their top, which five makes prospects. me wonder. I was going to say, what the hell did they get for the other guys? They got three of their top <laughs> five prospects in this trade. But when you look at the ages of the guys, because they've got, I mean, India's good. He's, well, I think, 26 years old. Yeah. They've got a couple other young guys that are good. And you're thinking, like, maybe we add to those teams and make a run with India and Tyler Stevenson and some of these young arms that we have Hunter Green now up. But the the, the ages of the guys that they have, like, drafted, like, the kid they drafted this year, the Collier kid, he's 17. Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz is, I think, 19. Well, they, they like to go high school in the draft a lot, don't they? They go high school in the draft, but in these trades where they've given up a ton and they've gotten these top-rated prospects, they're all 18, 19, 20 years old. Like, all I'm saying is this. The bats in two years are going to be freaking insane. Like, the bats are going to be incredible. Well, we, we've seen some of the uh, the, the bats have, have, have joined some of the, the fruits of the, the, these, tro- this, these trades. Yeah, well, get ready. With Justin Dunn, the, uh, the young arm that they got. I think that was part of the Winkler deal, I believe. Winker. Winker. Was it, is it Winker? I thought it was You Winkler. always say Winkler, yeah. It's not Winkler. One of those doesn't matter how many times I correct you. I could have swore he was re- related to the Fonz. You will say Winkler tomorrow. I thought it was Henry Winkler's nep- or nephew or something. If this comes up on Thursday, <laughs> you will say Winkler again, and I'll have to say Winkler. Yeah, who cares? He's gone. He's in Seattle. He's not listening anyway. Uh, but I know I've, I've watched or listened to him in his rehab, which is still doing rehab with the bats, but he was coming off of major arm surgery. Uh, he's looked really good in Louisville. So I know that's a young arm that they're going to be getting out of this. I mean, you said they got three out of five for just the Castillo trade. Yeah, Marist fans. I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, that's probably make up for the fact they didn't get some of those guys in the other two trades. How did they not get better prospects than the Winker and uh, and Cesaro? Well, not Cesaro. What was the uh, the other? Well, they thought the thing about this is that you always think like they. We thought that we got good prospects out of the Cueto trade back in the day. Like we had, it was similar things where it's like, Hey, this is the number 13 overall prospect. And that the, was, and the number was one that prospect. the Royals? Yes. The and, three, the three pitchers. One of them, I think is still in the roster, by the well, way. Well, they all ended up sucking. Like yeah, that, it, was, that was, it was Finnerman and something. Exactly. Yeah, it was a, it ended up being a terrible trade at the time. It seemed good. You yeah, just you never know with prospects. They're 18, 19, 20 year old kids. Um, but I mean, they feel good about Marco Gonzalez, Robbie Ray. I can't remember the other ones. Um, but like they, seems like a good trade. They seem like they're building for the future, but I just don't trust the Reds to not screw this up. <laughs> I have an addition to the Chicago stuff. Okay. So a bit, another issue is that we've always known the Cubs sucked. Like, before we won, everybody was just content with the Cubs sucking. But now the Blackhawks office is losing their marbles, and the Cubs office is doing everything they can to lose fans. So both those things happen at the same time. Feel like your world is crumbling. Are you not a Bears fan as well? I don't really watch a lot of NFL. I would, would say I'm a Bears fan because I'm a Chicago fan, but not a huge Because, I mean, just, fan. just to let you know, the Bears aren't any much better. No, they but they, they never have. They, they suck, too. So, yeah. 
poor Justin Fields out there is yeah, ready to get probably But they had John Fox, and I thought that was cool because that's my name. Yeah, well, there's something there. He's been gone for like four years, you know. I said had. <laughs> okay, Texture says, I'm a 42-year-old lifelong Cubs fan. Shout out to WGN. I don't mind the losing so much since I grew up with it. The thing I can't stand is the team trading everybody and crying poor when they bought the entire neighborhood around the stadium. And they, tried to buy a soccer they team. They tried to buy a Premier League soccer team, and they literally print money. It's, it's a fair point. The Cubs are not wanton in the financial department. No, that's why it's frustrating. No owner in baseball is hurting in the financial department. Well, the Reds don't have money, like other franchises, but the Castellinis. No, they've got money. They just don't want to spend it. Yeah, I mean, they don't they, have much They don't just don't want to spend it. They, 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 get, they get part of that revenue sharing from the TV contracts and everything. They've got money. They just don't want to spend it. But not as much as everybody else. Maybe not, but they still have money. Like, and they don't have, like, you know, the, if the Yankees want to spend more than the Reds, they're going to spend more than I the mean, Reds. Tor- <laughs> Tor- Tor- I mean, Toronto can find a way to have, like, a top five payroll than Cincinnati can. There's, wow. Texas, our Reds just need to trade everyone making over a million dollars by 6 p.m. tomorrow and reduce tickets, concessions, jerseys, et cetera, to minor league prices. Then just roll the dice every three years with the prospects acquired for a couple of years before trading them all away and then reload again. It's kind of what you have to play when you're a small market team these days, uh, which sucks. Texas says you're missing the main part. All of the top prospects play shortstop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. They'll all, turn out, somewhere. they'll all turn out to be Jeff Keppinger. It's gonna be fun. Oh, one at third, one at second. You can move them around. I'd forgotten. My buddies were watching that you know, part sixteen of twenty three of that Derek Jeter series that's going on, which no. for some reason is seven parts. Uh, and they have a whole thing about the, how the Reds passed on him, like they could have drafted him and they passed on him. For, I don't even know who it was, but somebody who sucked. And I was like, you know what? If the Reds had drafted Jeter, he would have sucked. Like he, he never would have been. What he would have been just like an average player. I, like, he, I, think, I think he, he was. went like fourth in the draft or something like that. Wherever he was, he was behind where yeah. the Reds took him. So. It was like I was like he would have been Jeff Kepinger. He would have been the most average shortstop of all time, and he would have been celebrated, not at all. You had a Jeff Kepinger jersey, didn't you? <sighs> I liked Kepinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a jersey. Don't lie. Texas says new Mandela effect. Who sang the cover of Big Yellow Taxi? Paid Paradise put up a parking lot song. I think that was Uncle Cracker, wasn't it? <laughs> I swear to God, it was, wasn't it? No, no, no it was Kenny Crow. Tony Mitchell. <laughs> no, no, the the remake is where. He oh, sang. the remake. Okay, the cover. I think it was Counting Crows. It was Counting Crows, yeah. He says, me and my wife both thought it was John Mayer, but it's Counting Crows. It is. There yeah. are multiple message boards online with people thinking it was John Mayer. Definitely. I, I've never once thought it was John Mayer. No, I mean, it's I knew it was Counting Crows. Yeah, that's the only other song I know by them. Well, no, they've got Long December. And then you don't know any got, other songs by Counting Crows? I know, I know Long December. I know the uh, uh, Big Yellow Taxi. And then, obviously, Mr. Jones. Holiday in Spain? I don't know that song. Little Anna Begins? And the only other thing I know about those three songs is the lead singer. Uh, I think he he did it one time, or he, for a while he owned the Viper Room, which is a I, I it's the nightclub that River Phoenix died in front of. Do y'all know Bono's and Sing Two? No, Bono. Who, My kids were watching Sing Two the other day, but okay. I watched it today. It's really good. The lead singer County Crows back in the day to go to back to Duke and Ryan. We were doing I was doing a radio show on Four Street Live with Matt Jones, the old fifteen seventy or whatever. Mm. The lead singer they were doing a concert that night. Walked down. And we were like, hey, man, you want to do radio with us? And he just got on radio with us. It was awesome. Nice. And then, unbeknownst to me, he gave uh, Matt four passes, and Matt took uh, two people besides me. <laughs> he gave him four. Like He was like, he's Wait, like what year was this? Uh, I was in college. I was seven. So, so he gave Matt like four tickets. He's like, he's like, you and Mike, you know, bring somebody and then come to the show. Matt didn't tell me and just took like brought a girl and then took one of his buddies and like his girlfriend. I was like, oh, <laughs> probably took Bagner. Might have been who they, they were. They were, they were yeah, back when they were friends. Yeah. First time I ever met Jones, that Beisner showed up at the studio with like three girls. Like came up and like, just like he's like, "This is my buddy Beisner, and this is he's our friend." The opposite and now. I'm like, changed what? quickly. I was like, "This was this Matt Jones party guy over here." 
Texture says, Far from the truth, by the way. <laughs> Jenna, try being a UFL, Reds, PGA Tour, and Bengals before last year fan. A lot of alcohol and Tylenol. I mean, come on. Like, I've got that and the Lions. <laughs> yeah, my brother's a Bengals fan. Uh, I feel bad for him. He's also a Cubs fan. Why would you what? Feel, but Bengals are, are great right now. Yeah, Bengals. But the Super Bowl. for the majority of his life, he was not yeah. having a good time. They've still been to, like, they've been to three Super Bowls in my lifetime. The it's, Lions have won one playoff game here, in my Here's lifetime. the thing. Bengals, it's not I don't, a competition. It is. And I'm losing. The Bengals <laughs> have a bad rap of being this, like, lovable loser. But if you look at the last 20 years... Bengals are far from the worst franchise in the NFL. I'm aware. Washington has been just putrid compared to what uh, Detroit has been bad. I mean, they're here. Here's some the Raiders. You know the great Raiders. Oh, I'm a Raiders fan. I've loved. They've had one playoff win in the last 22 years. One. Now we did establish that the Bengals they've won in the playoffs twice in 20 years. The Bengals had it had been a long time since they advanced the playoffs. They did, but because they also now, went to six of them though. After they advanced the playoffs, we now know that the two American sports franchises that have gone the longest. Mm. In American sports, without advancing on the playoffs, number one, the Detroit Lions. Yep. Number two, the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Well, I, I, I gotta ask you. I, maybe I haven't really know how to pick them, huh? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we stop being a Louisville fan, uh, <laughs> please. I mean, <laughs> why are you a Chicago fan again, Jenna? For everything. My mom is from I Chicago. Say, I she has family from. Okay, I, I guess so. I, I mean, I, I. Well, at first I thought maybe she just jumped on the the Cub bandwagon back in the day, which is fine because that was what. Nah, I was there well, for. D. Lee and Sammy Sosa and I told the story. I liked mm. the Cubs growing up because they were on WGN. They were lovable. They I like Grace. I like Glenn Harry Allen Hill. Yeah, I have anything, a Mark Grace yeah. teddy bear. And then <laughs> I went. Dunstan. I yeah. went to Dayton for college. This is 03, 04, 05. And half of Dayton, if you don't know, the, the university is kids from Chicago. It's a Catholic school. They just mm-hmm. come down here. And this was the it was the Steve Bartman playoffs where they beat. Rough. They lost to Florida. They beat yep. the Braves in the first round. They lost to Florida. And I realized how obnoxious Cubs fans were. Yeah, because you have to be excited about little things. And you also don't know the rules of baseball and act like you do. Well, not you, per se, but these Cubs fans. I, I've told the story before how one of them tried to fight with me at a party about how they only had two starting pitchers in their rotation. What? He's like, no, no, no. It's Wood or it's Pride Guy. It's Pride Guy or it's Wood. He's like, I mean, in his like, defense, the way Dusty left him out there, that is I was like, <laughs> I was like, teams have five starting pitchers, most of them during the season. They may cut it down to four during the playoffs. He's like, yeah. no. He's like, I know. It's I definitely know. not He's two, like, I know, but we have two. He's like, so tomorrow it's Wood or it's Pride Guy. I'm like, I'm telling you right now. We'll, we'll, guy. I'm like, let's go out tomorrow night. Neither one of those guys are starting <laughs> that game. Uh, and I was so happy when they lost the Bartman game. Our annoying next door neighbors, like we didn't even like, know these guys at the time, were like banging on the door, like when the uh, Alex Gonzalez air happens at short. They're like, shut the fuck up. Ah, like, ah. I was like, calm down. I mean, maybe I'm so sad just not for that with- man. <laughs> it was fine. They were okay. He's okay. Yeah. I, he I guess- had to like change his identity. Well, I mean, his name was Bartman. That's rough. With, I mean, okay. <laughs> it is crazy how like. He just kind of disappeared. Like he, he literally disappeared. Well, isn't there a 30 for 30 on him yeah. from a couple years ago where the guy, they found him, he's working in like an office or something? Yeah, but like he effectively like just disappeared from He like basically world. witnessed protection. Yeah. Was gone. And what's, what's the sad part is that he had, it wasn't even, he had nothing to do with the loss. That was all on Tony Fernandez's botched uh, play in the No, I mean, he, Alex he, should, Alex he Alex made a bad right. decision. My bad, Tony Fernandez was but... the one that screwed up the Indians in uh, 95, 90. Also, 90, I think... 90. I don't think that that play ever gets blown up that much if Moises Alou doesn't react the way he did. Probably, like yeah. him like going crazy and like looking he did up at the him crowd, dirty. like like and Moises Alou is kind of a chotch anyway. Yeah, that's the guy who missed a year because he fell off the, uh, the the treadmill. Remember, he got hurt on a treadmill. Yeah, and he ended up missing was, all. I also, the first Trevor, major you league, jumped, and the next day came in and said you were sore. Quit yeah, talking about something. I'm so sorry, I'm not I'm not a pro athlete. <laughs> Fair counterpoint. Have on. you imagined falling off a treadmill though? <laughs> the first no. The first not, first major league baseball sober. game I ever went to was 
Reds, Cubs at Old Synergy, yeah. you know, Old Riverfront. Riverfront Moise yeah. Lou hit the to this day the farthest ball I've ever seen in my life. It was if you remember those the, the seating, he hit it up in the red. There were different color seats like like Old Cardinal Stadium would. Mm, yeah. He hit up in the red seats, the very top level, and the sound that this ball made off the the, the pitch of Steve Paris, who I, I then saw riding a tricycle in the, in the, <laughs> the underground the tunnel after the game. The sound this ball made, I've never heard anything like it. Like I've heard crack at the bat, we're like, ooh, that was different. This one was just. Stung your head, and I, I, everybody just stood and watched. It was unbelievable. But props to Moisalu for doing that, and then not <laughs> too bad. He's a jerk. <laughs> he's kind of a jerk. All right, we got to go to break. We talked over the top of the hour. We'll take your text after the break. Uh, we'll also get into this John Rothstein power rankings that has Louisville fans up in arms. A couple other notes from the five hundred two BBQ. That's all coming your way in hour number two of the Mike Rutherford <laughs> Show, right here on fourteen fifty The Big X. Is there a theme today or is this just TK fame? No, there's a, there's a theme. Okay. I wish it had been not, not an in-depth one. That's fine. I mean, not a – when you say not an in-depth one, you mean something I can actually guess. And not like these were songs that I remember listening to on spring break of 1989. <laughs> this, these are the songs I heard as I drove through Tennessee on my <laughs> on my road trip to, 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 the, to the Rose Bar, to the – Sugar Bowl. The yeah. songs that Duke and Rob and I heard on the random radio on the way to St. Louis to see Louisville last time I played Arkansas. I just knocked Did I just do that or did you? So I did that. Okay. I did that. That was me. I was like, this place haunted? I, did, I, didn't, I haven't even moved. Okay, so this is oh, a my, small airing of grievances. I think the Wednesday show hates that like things aren't exactly the way they are when they leave them after a week, even though we do the show here every single day. Because like... They always have the headphones in. They have them like the guy, and the guy like wired it in here. So like those headphones can't be taken. I'm like, it's not that hard to just take them and plug them. I do it every yeah, single day. Right also, here, what's this? Because there's something new written on this every time we come in. It's apparently Richard. Have we talked about the the notes that Jenna took last week? That you on a were you just <laughs> writing gibberish? Like you left it. Oh last yeah, what week. was that? Yeah, on the napkin. Yeah, and Jenna, like, it clearly was your handwriting. And, what like, did it say? It was just a bunch of like words that did not seem to and make sense. There was sense. like gotcha in there, I think. Oh, yeah. it's probably just stuff you all were saying. Okay, it was very like I, I didn't know. I was trying to decipher if there was some <laughs> sort of pattern or if you were just writing different words. You know, no, like, I'm having a stroke or something. <laughs> in there? I mean, that's Trevor's like, is she trying to tell us something? My yeah. mom is a doodler, but she doodles well, so it's like pretty. Uh huh. And I have that same like urge, but I can't doodle. So you just so random just, words. Yeah. Not random, things that I'm hearing. Fun fact. So the old <laughs> the old the old Ramsey and Rutherford show, John Ramsey, huge doodler. Okay. And it distracted me every day. Like <laughs> every time I was talking, I looked down and he was always doodling music symbols. Okay. Like, like the musical lines. Like Prince? And then like his name oh. and like just writing it down. So like I'd be like talking and I'm like, I know you're not listening, you're drawing music signs. But then he would he would be listening. He just that's the way it that like his helps mind works. Them follow the I'm not. A, now I, I I do play with the pen. I do do that. I do that. Too. I, I do that constantly. I'm and I'll do that. I'll try not to tap when I'm on the air. But yeah, no, I'm a I always thought this was like a cigarette habit thing. Where I'm just like you know. I do. Too. I always have. But I have to have like when I'm doing right. I mean when I'm in here or even in there or whatever where I'm at in radio. I've always got to have like a pen in my hand. To do Same way. With. I'm idle hands. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the texture uh, is the Thornton's text line. Texture says, "Was that Jenna yawning as you sent it to break?" <laughs> It would be. It is one of her staples. 
If she did, I don't think so. I, I didn't hear it either. I didn't hear the on this time. Yeah, I've heard it twice, yeah. but yeah. Text lines try and get me. In Are you sleepy today, Jenna? Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I woke up at six thirty this morning. Did you really? Yeah, and I went to the coffee shop, but it was scary in there. Anyway, text her. <laughs> Virginia got me up at like seven fifteen. Six thirty more. I was like, I was like, she's like, she's like, let's go outside. I was like, let's. I was like, do you want to watch a show? I was like, watch like, <laughs> the DVD. Can we just turn the TV on? So Your generation is supposed to be about YouTube like, and just, iPads. I, I need another hour. I can't. I can't do this. She she has to like lie on top of me. Like every like, she's like, Daddy, I want to lie on your belly. I'm like, oh my god, it's not. A, it's cute when like we're going to sleep. It's not cute at like seven in the morning. I woke up about one fifteen today. My nephew grabs my sister's <laughs> face when he wakes her up. He says what? He grabs my sister's face when he wakes her up. I get that so it one. always scares the shit out of her. Jenna, you well, can't you say you that can't on air. What are you doing? Y'all say the A word all the time. We can, we're allowed to no, say that. No, no, good lord. I was just kidding. I was no, just kidding. No. You got to dump it. You gotta I don't have a dump. You gotta, oh. oh. You're offering that. You got yep, punishment. She's got punishment now. Punishment. <laughs> I can't believe Jenna. That's an all-time moment. That was a fantastic. She's got one segment off. She'll be back at 4:30. We'll let her back on the air. You can't. You can't say that word. There's like. There's. Ass is okay. okay. Although I did get uh, at one point in time, I was criticized for that. Um, you can't say the S word. Yeah, and the F word are off. You can't say that. This is a, this is a 10 p.m. They, well, you just learned on the fly. That's a lesson you'll never forget. My very first time on radio. <laughs> she's so mad she got put in time she out is. now. She's so irritated. She's got 20 minutes on the bed. Yeah, you're That's okay. Fine. You're all good. The very first time. <laughs> <laughs> the text line loved it for, for what it's worth. The very yeah, first the FCC time. have the same feeling. <laughs> and I don't know if I can say this now, but the very. So I'll have to dance around it. The very first Please time I ever did, did radio was on with Matt Jones. Like He was like, he's like, just call my show. And, uh. I wanted to say I had a arousion for mid-major basketball, and I used the B word. I have a blanker for oh, mid-major you can, basketball. You can, you can use that I had a boner for mid-major okay, basketball. And the producer, who I don't know. You can't say the S word, Jenna. It's common knowledge. Yes. Do you seriously think that's in the same boat? The guy, anyway, the guy <laughs> who was producing, who I had no idea what, he's like, you can't say that on the radio. I'm like, I'm like what, what can I say? And he goes, you can say erection. And I was like, that's so much worse. Saying I have an erection for mid-major basketball sounds ten times more graphic than a line that everybody throws away. Um, <laughs> Dexter says, I mean, now that everybody, I think, I guess the, the delay is coming over just the stream. Oh, probably. Texas says, ha, 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 Jenna is the best. Texas says, the stream, uh, FTW, bleep, the S word. Uh, Texas says, 409, bleep, out of here. Texas says, what happened to the delay, LOL. Texture says, this show is fantastic. <laughs> Texture says, play the George Carlin skit. Uh, says, George said more you can't see on television. Texture says, go easy on Jenna. None of us are offended, I promise you. Oh, that's not the problem. It's not that. Yeah, the very next text after that says, I'm offended. <laughs> I mean, and we're not worried about offending people. I mean, if that was the case, I'd have been kicked off this show like that's day true. two. That's I mean, a fair point. Indiana Larry says, need more cussing. <laughs> Texture says, the show so great. Uh, well done, Jenna. Yeah, I mean, Congratulations. I mean, I, I, she's so angry that she got put in time. I thought I was hearing things. She just said it so it was so innocently. It was just, I know. Just How so, do you, like, there's there, clearly there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I get, I get, I get that like now, like, like after like a certain time on television, you can say certain words to the point where even the F word is being said on, at like, times. Yeah, like, like after Tommy like eleven o'clock. Yeah, or midnight, ten, even yeah. FX. Yeah, this isn't FXX over here, man. 
<laughs> Comedy <laughs> Central. <laughs> but yeah, I chose to teach you how to run a board, not what words you shouldn't be able to say on radio. <laughs> Uh, nothing will ever top the time where at iHeart I had to do the the modules where you have to like take the, the online class where it's like you watch the video and like you basically like zone out and then you have to answer the questions at the end of it for uh, on air behavior because I said the word uh, boner six times in a robot voice. Yeah, I remember. I know you did that. And I had to, pub- that I had to publicly yeah. apologize for it on Twitter. I was like, I mean, boner was also. I was like, which occurred six times over the course of three <laughs> minutes, all in an '80s robot voice, and people were like, "What's an '80s robot?" I was like, "That's a that's fair fair question." Uh, but that was the that was bad. And now, they, now the boss is texting. Oh boy, what did he say? Wants to know if that got on the air. Uh, it no, it didn't. We got it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Text says Jesus, Trevor in the background. You'll get a spanking. Trevor's the reason you're all going to get an HR department. <laughs> no, I told you that. Did that go over the air? <laughs> I said just jokingly. I said thank, be thankful, and I said you're going to timeout. That HR took away my spanking privileges. <laughs> Texas said the best part about that is I. So, like, I am somebody who cusses constantly off air. And I've been so worried doing radio, like, on and off, mostly full-time for, like, the last decade, that I was going to do it. And it finally happened. Remember, it finally happened, like, like five months ago for the very first time. Yeah, you've done it. You, he, if you make sure you put you're not the first person. I did it. Like, he technically is first. I did it, like, five months ago. I'm trying to it, spank him, too. For the and record. it slipped. It was, <laughs> I was trying to – it wasn't even like a – like, I didn't do it like Jenna, where I just, like, blurted it out there in its true form – I meant to say something else, and I said the S word. Yeah, you did. And I like, can't remember what it was you were trying to say. Either I can't either, but I was like, after 10 years, it finally happened. So, Jenna, props on making it happen in like three weeks. I think did I, I did a half of one. I've come close a couple of I did of a half times. of one when I was I was going to say bleeps and giggles, and I, I didn't say the bleep, and I got half of it out. And I like switched to the word in the middle, and people were like, you can't do that in time. I'm like, I did it. I, I've gotten used to, I was very worried when I got into radio as well for the same reasons, because I do curse a, what would some consider a lot. Uh, and I think what would really help me go like turning the switch off my mind of not to curse was doing for the, the longest time working at Little League in St. Matthews. That'll help. Because I had to like make sure I tried to like not curse as much in front of those kids as well. So like I mean, and once you get out the door, like I'd get out the door the the big gym at Wagner. I'm like, I'm like a sailor, you know, like just letting it fly. I'm like I'm like Kramer in the dentist office. But I just looked it up. It was April first when I accidentally cussed on air. So exact this four month anniversary. Apparently the first are just the days where we have to be on the the dump button. Got to be aware. Unfortunately, because of the way we're set up here, the the dump button is. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten a couple of like earnest responses from people who are like complaining that, that I, I have always said ass a lot on air and other ways to get around stuff. And it's always like, like they're like, maybe you should think seriously about it. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Like, you know what you're getting into. Like, this is the way I talk. I'm going to tone it down as much as I possibly can. But, like, that's, that's always been the parts of shows that I've been on. I try not to use it too much. I use, I'll, I'll try to use the word but. Uh, I do it just find, doesn't sound genuine when I say stuff. I mean, the only, I do use it frequently when I'm talking about someone maybe falling ass backwards into something. I've used it in that, in that slogan, yeah. that phrase, but. I just say ass all the time. <laughs> you do. I'm an ass man. <laughs> you, what can I say? You're, you're just, I'm an ass man. You're, you're the long lost gun son. Texas local FCC office representatives heading to the studio with handcuffs. What if Jenna got let out of here in handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. It'd be great for the show. How, Jim, have you been arrested? No. What you say, what you Once say again, one out of three in the, in the room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that was Jacob, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when we did that that philosophy, yeah. Texas Jenna was just channeling her inner Schnellenberger. Oh, every time we had Howard <laughs> Schnellenberger on the old show, it, it was like a ma- it wasn't a matter of like if it was a matter of when and how many times. 
I don't remember this myself per se, but I remember hearing about it. Like apparently, like because the, the Louisville football game used to be on WDRB. Uh huh. And I want to say this is circa like early '90s, maybe late '80s. And I, I I just remember hearing a story when I was from my communications teacher Wagner. Uh, I think he told me this that there was like some, the, the one of the broadcasts like there was a screw up. And for a majority of the like the, in the first half, second half, third quarter, whatever it was, the producer talking to the people like everyone else, the director, uh-huh. he was on the air. That's not a good thing. That would been bad. <laughs> That's not. I mean, if you've ever been like behind the scenes, some of the things that people talk like sailors. I mean, there's a reason why you don't want a hot mic, as they like to say. Texas said I turned on the show, and the very first word I heard was erection. Well, <laughs> you would have heard a worse word if you turned it on about five minutes early. <laughs> Texas, make sure that she knows that Andre McGee is a bad word. <laughs> Do you know that, Jenna? It is. You can't say that. You can't say Andre McGee either. Texas, I told you that Jenna makes the show better. She's hired. <laughs> Texas, says, sounds like Jenna needs to be on the Card Chronicle podcast, you potty mouth. Yeah. You can say whatever you want on the podcast. It's the best part of it. <laughs> you said it so <laughs> creepingly, too. Like, you, like, eased into it. Like, you were, yeah. I don't think you knew you were allowed to say it. I think you were testing out, testing us. Here. No, she clearly knew, didn't knew she she didn't know she could say she couldn't say. God, I stumbled over that. She clearly <laughs> did not know that she couldn't say that word. Oh, she says so slowly though. Like Texas, get her on the no podcast chance. so she can uh, let the S's and F bombs fly. <laughs> Again, it's the best part about the podcast. Texas, uh, I'll bail Jenna out. <laughs> she's she's in prison now. Texas, I think it's I didn't make her leave the room. She's right here. Texas, I think give it's me a mean look. Bad. Put her time out. She's so upset. <laughs> She's got 10 minutes left. She's, She's so mad, yeah. Seriously, I think it's only bad when cussing is written. I don't understand why we can't say it. I kind of don't either at this point. When it's written? Texas, did Trevor really just say... <laughs> yeah, he did. I think your bosses should be more worried about that than Jenna cussing. What did I say? The spanking. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Texas says, my eight-month-old, my eight-month-year-old daughter listens to this. You've lost a long-time listener. Well... Well done, Jenna. You cost us the eight-month-old demographic. The eight-month? Nine-month-old, though. John Rutherford's all about it. John, John Rutherford's going to walk around We're, like in with the, the, the Meet the Parents sequel and the kids just telling ass. Yeah. <laughs> We're big in the nine-month-old demographic. The eight-month-olds, though, they're, just, they're not ready for this. Texas, the DJ Wagner theme music is stuck in my head. I find myself oh, humming it throughout the day. Even. Now all you need is a Jim Rome-style blocked sound effect and you can press, that you can press a button for. You got that. Texas, it's a Cubs fan frustration that led to her saying spit on air. She deserves a weekend in Wrigleyville paid for by the Ricketts. You're, you've been to Wrigley, Wrigley Field? She's not to have a mic, Trevor. Well, I'm, I can't ask her. I mean, you can ask her in 10 minutes. I'm sorry, Trey. I'm not allowed to talk to you. You're, you're Don't I'm, look at her. <laughs> Don't look at her. She's over there. She's got to think about what she did. <laughs> Texas, that's it. Deduct it from her pay. She's not getting paid this week. That's why we can't fire anybody. You can't fire somebody you don't pay. <laughs> uh, Texas, I'm listening. I listened today on podcast to Friday's On Location, and Mike was lucky to get a word in. Jesus Christ, Trevor, breathing matters. Stop talking and let Mike finish a bleeping sentence. I didn't interrupt you that much on remote. Friday was bad. No. Friday, you were in the zone, and not the good zone. <laughs> it wasn't. Was I really interrupt you that much? Yeah. Friday was bad. It's okay. Why don't you stop me? Texas says, listening to you guys at the office, if I could do that, I mean, we would have a different show, but I can't, I can't, I can only hope to contain you. <laughs> I mean, you can just tell me, I'm just say, I shut up. I finally did. When you were talking to like Patrick and Jenna off mic the entire time when we were on air, I finally had to be like, they can't hear the other people that are talking. 
Well, that's not interrupting you, though. I was talking on air. <laughs> but I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to them. You were talking on air, though. <laughs> well, Mike just happened to be on. It's actually just listening to you guys in the office <laughs> on my headphones, and I guess my computer glitched and blared. He makes it rain. It's raining. He's from Portland. He's from Portland. And my coworkers are now very confused. Well, that's going to happen. Portland. This is Mike Trevor. I haven't listened in a while. Any update on Kenny Payne's latest handicap? Like his golf? I don't know. I guess. Does he have a limp? No, no, no. Texas, speaking of producers not supposed to be on air, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, TJ Walker, by the way, says uh, he texted in earlier. He says, zero chance that intern Jenner remembers anything about the Sosa air in Chicago. I, be, I mean, when did Sammy stop playing? Like, 05, 06? I don't remember it. Oh, shit. Well, you did kind of say you. You said you, you, said you grew up with it. I But I mean, because like when I when I, I didn't mean like when you I think you got offended when I said you jumped on the bandwagon in sixteen. But then again, that would have been five years ago or six. Years. You were what, what fourteen? Yeah. So since so last year for the Cubs, fifteen. Was you can jump on a bandwagon at fifteen. I have no problem with so that. Since last year was 04, So Jenna was like five. And he was the last couple of years. No, still, she was younger than that. she was like three. Yeah, you were three. You were born in oh one, right? Yeah. Who's the first athlete that you remember like following? Like you have conscious memories of following as you were a kid, like watching him play, liking him, like knowing you were a fan. Jessica, me or her? You. Okay. <laughs> She's not on my. She's in timeout. She's being frozen out. Um. Because I feel like it's at the earliest. It's like five, six years old. Yeah, I'm more. Yeah, I mean, um, Barkley and Magic Johnson come to mind right away. Magic, particularly because my uncle was a big Lakers fan. So I just remember, I mean, that, that's one of the early names that really kind of comes. I was a big NBA guy. I was, I mean, you hate, this would be no shock, but Macho Man Randy Savage, another one. I was big into wrestling. I mean, watching wrestling as a young child, too, and getting to go to the live shows. So, I mean, NBA and wrestling were my two favorite, like, things. If not, the third would be maybe Pete Rose. These are all names I'm kind of, like. Like, I remember, like, I have very few memories of my, the first house we lived in. I think we moved out of there when I was four. And my parents have been in the same house ever since. But I remember vividly, I had the little, the same, like, Fisher-Price basketball goal that everybody has. Like, every yeah. kid has. God, how much Fisher-Price has to be making a killing? Like, every house has one of those <laughs> that has a kid. Uh, we have one. I had the Nerf one. I never had the Fisher-Price. Oh, I, Fisher I had the Nerf on, on the door. I had the Nerf on the door when I got older. Yeah. But the Fisher-Price, the little one, like, the raisable one. And I would always, like, play Louisville Cardinals because they were the good guys. Yeah. Well. And the, the first thing, I was a kid who very much grew up, like, rooting for whoever my dad was rooting for. Like, he told me who the good guys were. He told me who he didn't like, and I like I did that. But the one thing, he did not like LeBradford Smith's game. Didn't like him. And I loved LeBradford Smith. And I was always LeBradford Smith. And he's, like, the first player that I remember. I have conscious memories of, like, mimicking him and being a fan. Him and then the other one was Randall Cunningham, who I called Rambolt Cunningham. I love Randall. Because I, I liked the Eagles growing up just be, for a brief period because they were green. And my favorite color was green. I just like root like I rooted. What for happened? Why'd you leave us? Because then I became a Lions fan in like 1990. You chose poorly. I, buddy. I really did. It you was, really chose. If I could go back and shake <laughs> six-year-old Mike, I would. There was a brief period where I also rooted for the Cardinals because I couldn't differentiate between like I thought all Cardinals were the same, like Louisville Cardinals. Is it, you mean the St. Louis Card well, the I guess Phoenix they, Cardinals? They were Phoenix. They were Phoenix. Then like, I rooted them for like a few weeks as a kid. I remember I have this vivid memory too. My dad being like, "You know that it's that's different than like the Louisville Cardinals," and I was like, "What?" Like just being, I think I probably tried to play it off. Where I was like, "Yeah, I know." And I mean, in my mind, I'm like, "Oh no." I mean, most of my best memories are like seven, eight years old. That's when I like everything. I start remembering almost everything. But like before then, 
You're talking 85, six years old, 85, 86. Yeah, it's, it's just, just mostly uh, spots. Like from about eight on is when it, the memory gets best. Texture says, uh, don't forget Jonathan India and Nick Senzel were both drafted as third baseman, and Joey Votto was drafted as a catcher. If you hit, they will find a spot for you. Votto was That's a the catcher, truth. really? He was. Well, it was. He's never played catcher in right. MLB, I don't think. Texture says, diehard Cubs fan, super sad with Wilson more than likely getting traded, but it's the right move to make here. The federal landmark will be back in October soon. I mean, short of, I know this is, somebody's going to point it out because of the Jeter stuff's going on, but. I mean, no one stays in their entire career in MLB baseball. I mean, it's rare in any major sport, really. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you just kind of get... Votto's kind of the exception now. Yeah, Votto. I mean, there there are very few exceptions. I mean, you look at the NBA. Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin and, and Major League Baseball. You look at the MLB. Um, Cheater. Kelby, you had in basketball. Reggie Miller in basketball. Very few. Those are even few and far between. Even harder. Football. I guess football maybe a little more because their careers can be shortened. Texas says, I loved WGN growing up, not because of the Cubs or the Bulls, but because of Bozo the Clown. Shout out to Bozo. Oh, I loved Bozo. I only liked the Bozo Bucket game. Oh the, oh, the grand prize game? Yeah. I so badly wanted to be on. I mean, that was that and Double Dare were like two of my goals as a, as a child, to be on. Like, and, never reached either one. Same. Dude, I only wanted to play the Bozo Bucket game because I knew. I know you hate Mark Summers, though. Oh, I do. I a, by the way, there's a, there's a viral clip going around of Mark Summers saying something that I, I can't believe he got away with even back then. But I can't say it on air. <laughs> I mean, you can find it pretty easily, I think, right now. Uh, F Mark Summers. Did you, first of all, do kids even play? Jenna doesn't have a mic right now because she's in timeout, but you can give me a nod. Do kids even play beer pong today? Do the kids still play beer pong? Is there, because when we would do the line them up, when you could re rack, you'd line them up, we would say bozo it, like bozo buckets, like four in a row. Okay, yeah. I feel like college kids don't even have any frame of reference with Bozo. You have, Nobody's saying Bozo. It. You're talking to the wrong She's person. Genesis says no. Because beer bomb became popular after I, I stopped caring about drinking games, and like I guess it's faded long. But I, I knew I still care about when I when games. I went to Western. My two favorite things: competing and drinking. When I got to Western, can't do either anymore. Like I, people were talking like beer bomb, like yeah, beer bomb was still like a thing a little bit, but I just never got into it. Like that, like to me, the only drink game I knew when I was when I was doing my drinking thing was quarters. Like, and I suck at quarters. I love quarters. I was never been good. That was like the you know, the only other drink game I knew of that was let's see who can drink the most the fastest. Like, is there a premise? No, we just want a beer bomb. We what just, do you win? Another beer. <laughs> Another beer. All right. <laughs> now let's see if we can drink enough to see if the Statue of Liberty will take her clothes off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Texas, glad you're a fellow ass man, Mike. Yeah, you know. Yeah, who isn't? Texas, my 11-month-old son just asked me why an aspiring radio show intern would have the courage to test the limits of the FCC's band words. <laughs> the 11-month-old demographic, they're, they're very advanced. They start asking these questions. Nine months old, just like it. Eight months old, are horrified. 11 months old, they want to ask the big questions. That's the way it works. Look at you. You're an inspiration to all the young ones out there. Texture just, texture just text, texted in that word in all caps and said, I'm just trying to trip you up with a texture says bleep quote. No. Can't get me. No. Yeah, Not today. Now, now we're on high alert. <laughs> texture says, I love this game. The first athletes I remember following, Marshall Falk and Tayshaun Prince. That must I, be cool. I had a Marshall Falk poster. I remember watching him at San Diego State. Yeah. Because that was like a teammates with Darnay Scott when they would when they would put games on ESPN with him like you just wanted to see this guy. They did the same thing for Steve McNair like Alcorn State played in the F whatever it was called back then not the it's the FCS now playoffs and I remember like tuning in just to see this guy that everybody was talking about. I mean I remember like one of my favorite things was like the first time I actually watched like the drafts like the NBA draft would have been '89 with uh, with Purvis Ellison. I mean I remember grandfather like I want I I was still like I didn't like grasp it and I wanted to do so. I remember I was bugging him. I remember grandfather just looking at me like. Listen, you little bleep. <laughs> Shut up. Purvis is going to get drafted number one. Sit back. We'll I'll, you know, make you peanut butter and jelly later or something. 
And in football, I just never forget the uh, the year the Colts had the top two picks. Oh yeah, they had number one and Steve Etman and Quentin Corriott. In typical Colts fashion, worked out great. Yeah, worked out great. Texas says, uh, "My first Andre Dawson, MJ, and Jim McMahon." That makes me feel a little bit better. See, I loved w- for those who remember the Superstations, like you had GGN and you had TBS. Right, TBS was with the Braves. Yes, exactly. Like I loved the, the doing the Cubs on GN mainly because one, my, again, I'd watch it my grandfather all the time, and those were always day games. They were always playing when you got home they, from school. They were always day, yeah. you know, whether when you got home from school or you cut school, or you were off school. And just Harry Carey making the games just so awesome. And this is nothing against the play-by-play people for the Braves, but. The Braves ones, this for the same reason why I like the Cubs or did like the Cubs or can handle the Cubs because of the GN scenario, it's the same reason why I hate the Braves because they would always interrupt something else I'm watching. Like whether it be WCW Saturday Night or, you know, Captain Planet or some, whatever. Like I wanted to watch something and the Braves would come on and I'd be like, oh man, no one cares about Dale Murphy. You know, screw this guy. I, I'd get so mad. But the Braves and the Superstations are what taught me about Central Time Zone. Um, yeah, I, I the same way too. Also, TBS was way ahead of time it, by like the starting shows like seven oh five. It's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant move. Yeah, well, it turned out to be they got rid of it, but yeah, yes, at the time though, yeah, the right six oh five and seven oh seven oh five six oh five central. I'm just seeing this news, uh, breaking news from Sportico saying the NWSL, which is the National Women's Soccer League, which is where Racing Louisville plays. They have told their players that they could be out of money after the cryptocurrency platform Voyeur Digital, one of the league's biggest partners, has filed for bankruptcy earlier this month. Well, that's not good. Didn't that, that's what Louisville's part of, right? Yeah, that's the it's the main women's soccer league in the United States. No, that that's sucks. not good. That, that's not. They good. put all their money in the crypto. Well, their big sponsor is a crypto company, which oh well, it's not doing great. I don't know if you read the news, but not a great time. Don't invest. I, 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 I thought crypto was all about where I thought it was taking over the world. Well, five months ago. Oh, according to man. some people. Texas Mike's dad will fix your train set and Mike will fix your radio producing. Team Rutherford fixing TK. <laughs> I'd be down for doing a train set. I like, I think that'd be, I, like, Glenville's awesome. I think that's a cool thing. I don't know if you have the steady hands or the patience. Uh, steady hands, probably not. Patience. I mean, it depends where you draw the line between patience and laziness. I mean, it's it's a thin line. It's a thin line because I mean, you could one could say I'm patient by not, you know, moving something. Others could say I'm lazy for not doing it. This is the first athlete I follow with Stefan LaFours and also Marcus Maven, who, by the way, is better than Noah Locke still now for Trevor. LaFours, <laughs> awesome. he did an autograph session with us. He was He's awesome, so cool. dude. He was so cool. Yeah. Texas Central Time Zone is the greatest. How much better would our lives be if Louisville's on Central Time? I agree with this. Actually, I want to be on Pacific. Central time, it, well, you, I mean, you live on your own time. You have your I, own I live time on Hawaii time. time. You're, you're Trevor time. Yeah. But when I lived in Iowa that summer, Central time zone, like, I was kind of blown away that, like, everything still didn't start at the same times. Like, local news started at 10, and then, like, Dave Letterman was on at 1030. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, it's, everything's just an hour earlier. It's nice. And, like, having sporting events end, you know, at, like, 10 o'clock instead of 11 is very cool. Like, I'd get off work, and if I didn't have to cover a high school game, like, the Reds were playing at, like, 6 o'clock. Very early, very quick. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Central Time Zone, I think, is the best. I, I mean, I, I like. I like. I, I live. I, I dealt with it when they were being Western as well. So, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Texas NWSL sponsored by the Big X. We'll pick it up. <laughs> we're gonna get the Zoo Train. We're gonna get the Colgate Clock. The Colgate Clock. Toy Tiger sign. The Toy Tiger sign. The we're gonna buy the NWSL. And then what else? We had, there's something else we were going to buy that we were going to run. <laughs> Did we buy something else? Yeah, something else. Well, the toy train were the, the what well, was the, the zoo train. Zoo train. There's that, two of that, them. 
That's going in my house. No, no, that's going here. No, it's going in my it's house once I win the, when I win when I win the Mega Millions, which I didn't win this weekend. Yeah, like faster than Michigan mm-hmm. or Illinois. Illinois, like somebody in Illinois deserves one point three billion dollars. So you can say that, Jenna. Yeah, you can say yeah. You can do bastard. She's. <laughs> well, I am. Write this down. <laughs> Write this down. Take notes. <laughs> Are you calling somebody? Oh, it's, I thought you were a computer, my bad. Where's that dial tone coming from? You heard okay. Yeah. <laughs> you really hear that? What's happening? What's happening here? She's calling HR. Takes us Steve Nash, Francisco Garcia, and J.D. Drew. I don't like that either. I he met knows. Francisco Garcia when he was on his recruiting trip here. Did you? Yeah. He's a very nice guy. I was, uh, yeah, because I knew somebody that was showing him around. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, will Jenna cuss on air again? <laughs> we'll put Jenna back behind the mic. We'll take Are her out ready? of timeout. Uh, will, which cuss oh, word will she say? On on? She's done. She's done. She's pouting now. Smash. She doesn't want to get back on mic. <laughs> She's counter-freezing us out. The, <laughs> will the Cubs send her into another rage on air? We'll find out after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. This is another song that you've used many times on rejoins. What? No, you just think that because everything Stone Temple Pilot does, you think sounds the same. <laughs> well, we all sing like this. Yeah, you, you see, you do. You, it's you, a weird era for music. <laughs> you say that. You've said it before about other songs. I'm thinking, I just think you confuse it. Like, I, I mean, you, say, you call me up for confusing stuff. We but all I, just sing <laughs> like this. I've played multiple STP songs. Okay. And I, I like it. You did, are you big? You, no, you're not. You, not did, you didn't get to the '90s sound, did you? No, I was, I was late on that. I was young. Yeah, you were. I mean, by the time and it, it didn't last long. I mean, obviously Cobain's suicide helped push it out, but it was commercialized very quick and turned into like Avril Lavigne and stuff like that. Yeah, I missed like I, some '41. That's that's like that's like mainstream grunge. Again, we don't know us at all. We laugh when old people fall. I was on a Madden soundtrack. I mean, yeah, you'll never. I mean, just such a, a childish lyric. Like, I'll never be a part of your conformity. Like, it's like most basic anti-establishment. I think they were dating with Avril Lavigne like that. She was like, oh, she, she was. was. Yeah. Have you heard, ever heard the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne actually died? I know, like, yeah. Oh, six, and yeah. they replaced her with a lookalike for the rest of the time. Because <laughs> that was, yeah, she was so popular, they needed a lookalike. Have you seen, speaking of this, have you seen the Rage Against the Machine video from over the weekend of Guy Fieri just absolutely rocking out? Uh, He's like singing along, just like going nuts. Which which Rage song? I don't know. I'm not familiar with Rage enough to know. Okay. I know, again, one of those bands that I missed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their first album is awesome. Um, no, I'm not. I did notice Sky Fieri is on DoorDash though. The place in downtown is it? That, is that where it is? That's I didn't. It's on Live. I think it's a bit. Man, they're, they're willing to go all the way out there and pick. Is, is there still TGIFs out there on Fourth Street? I don't think so. Oh damn! I was gonna say, why is it not on there? I love Fridays. Now we've got Jenna back behind the mic. Jenna now is she's afraid to talk. Jenna she's just boycotting. Jenna, us. just say hi to the mic. Just say hi. Say hi to the mic. 
You can do it. Come on. Oh, it's not scared. I'm say, just embarrassed. Say hello. It won't Let bite. me be embarrassed. We gave her a rundown of words during the break that she cannot say. Yes. We didn't. We didn't think it had to be discussed, felt, but it did. I didn't feel we needed to do it, but we did. This, yeah. That's one of those moments where, in all honesty, like the YouTube cameras that <laughs> that are coming in any day now would have been a fantastic like YouTube because like we're like. Any variation of this? Like, any yeah, variation? Okay. Ass is okay, but bleep bleep yeah, yeah, is yeah, not okay. Yeah. Like, it was a great, just like, little teachable moment. It's a learning moment. I've listened to the radio maybe three times in my entire life. I, I Trust me, I'm aware. I fully, I've, I've, I've been I think, there. I think I, I, I believe that, yes. Nobody's surprised that you're saying Nobody's that? Nobody's shocked at all. The confidence with which she said it. Just like, we both were like, whoa, whoa. I was, I was just taken aback. I'm amazed. I mean, I would think, if anything, that is, is the, the amount of times you've been on the show... That the fact that neither of us have said it on the air would like been kind of maybe a, a wake up, like maybe you know, a- again, it's a different era. She grew up yeah. in the, the the wild wild west of streaming. Yeah, you, well, even cable and you I can mean, say more on cable than you could when you and I were growing up. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that there's a time frame, but even like I think that the for what she said, I think you can say that a little earlier than you used to. Be. It used to be after like ten it's o'clock. Different now. Yeah, now it's after ten. It's, I mean, what point are they going to start allowing nudity on, on cable? You've, you've mentioned this several times. I know this, I mean, is, this is up your alley. Well, but, yeah, I mean. But just, you and I, we both learned, like, we learned what words we're, back on were okay and weren't okay for public consumption based on TV growing up. Like, you kind of pick up things over the years. You're like, oh, D is okay, but GD, not no, okay. No. Except on NYPD Blue, apparently, where <laughs> they can also show butts. Male, male butts, yeah. And female butts. Yeah. And Copious amounts of side boob. Oh, they love the side boob. I mean, David Kelly just pushing it. I still, I still think side boob should come back. And I don't think it went anywhere. I mean, well, you don't get enough side boob anymore. Okay, well, and, and not, neither here nor there. <laughs> but this—that's <laughs> how you and I knew. Jenna, oh, for Jenna, lacking mystery in this world. Jenna just grew up in the wild west of streaming and new cable, where you're just saying whatever you want whenever you want. Yeah. I would like to say, okay, just for everyone who listens, <laughs> I wear the most clothing here than I do anywhere else. Because of the weird things that that man says. She's pointing at Trevor. Oh, she's pointing at you? What yeah. did, did Mike do? <laughs> she's not pointing at me. The weird things I That's say? all I had. I'm just honest. You did make a midriff comment on air, which made me very uncomfortable. Well, for, how was for that? Jenna. Well, I mean, first of all, I wasn't, it wasn't pointed at her. I was just making a broad reference. Not a reference about broads. It was a low moment. <laughs> I mean, it was what? I mean, everyone has... What? what I can't like... Jenna should feel fine and dress however she yeah, wants to feel. Yeah, I don't Jenna wear whatever she you doesn't. want. Well, that's she's telling you that you made her uncomfortable. Oh, you don't have to be uncomfortable about me. I'm not gonna do anything. It wasn't that serious. You made it more serious <laughs> than it was. Just letting you know. Jenna's just trying to flip the script now that she said it. She's just mad. At, on air. No, she's mad at me because I put her. I punished her. Now she's like getting. Yeah, she wants revenge. Still not mad. I would just like to say, still she's, not mad. Oh, furious. I've heard. That. I was embarrassed. Yeah, furious. I, I, I will admit Jenna, that. Jenna, I am forty years old. Give you know me times I've heard a woman tell me she's not mad while she's literally mad at me. Well, I'm not fall. This isn't my first rodeo. I fell for that back in the teens, twenties, and some in the thirties. But now I've learned my lesson. TJ texted and said, "Big X lawsuits, bigger than X here." <laughs> Texture says, hey, Jenna, in Billy Madison, what did old man Clemens hate? <laughs> Have you ever seen Billy Madison, Jenna? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. That's a good thing. It came out. I was, it was like old 96. enough to see that. What? No, you yes. weren't old enough. That came you out that before old? you were, were not born. No, I've, seen it. I've seen it more than 10 it's times. It's a classic. Okay. But so you understand the reference. Yes. He called the. Yes. Yeah, we, we get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, the poop. Yeah. Texture says. <laughs> I, I can't read that. I, I know you're dancing around the word and you want me to read it, but I can't. I can't do it now. The, the FCC's got perked ears now. 
They're tuning in. We're on their radar. They want I'm us sorry. off the air. They want the sh- they've been looking for any excuse, Jenna. Yeah. Since we came on the air. We Maybe almost, y'all should have educated me before almost, I got on the radio. We've almost made Playing it. the education system. <laughs> we've almost made it a year. I'm supposed to be learning here. People said we wouldn't make it a year, and we're so close. We're so close. We're so close. And now yeah. Jenna's just trying to take People it People said we wouldn't make it a year. They said we would, we would have YouTube cameras. I mean. <laughs> by, by show one. Texas says, Trevor, you are not a creep. Don't worry. Thank you. Texas says, Mike, what are the words you can't say on air? <laughs> Texas says, tell Jenna she can only read from a teleprompter from now on, but she'll probably say, go bleep yourself. Sandy. Tell Jenna she can hear all the texts, so Mike doesn't have to tell her. <laughs> Texas says, dear God, the volume on the candle box outro. Was it that bad? It wasn't, it wasn't me. Texas Trevor eats Arby's, oh, for, Trevor eats Arby's <laughs> for breakfast. I can't stop thinking about this. Actually, I've been at Arby's for a while. I've been off the Arby's. Breakfast is 2 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's the so, It's yeah. not really breakfast. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I weirdly woke up yesterday really hungry because I, I went, I passed out like hungry, and I was like, I didn't want to eat something, so I'm just gonna go to bed. And I woke up, and I just for some reason like there was a my head dropped off like this thing of broccoli casserole. So I wake up at like you ate some veggies. I just woke up and just scarfed down a whole side thing of broccoli casserole as soon as I woke up. It was really good. It's good for you. Then I ordered a pizza. Well, I mean, <laughs> why? I had pizza last night. Like 3 a.m.? No, no, I woke up at like 2.33 yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, the guy who asked for, or could be a girl, asked for where, where do I apply for an internship, said I'm only half kidding about that, by the way. About, well, Jenna didn't even apply. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you're friends with Troy, right? She coached his daughter, daughter yeah, and was like, hey, yeah. I'd like to be on the radio. And Troy's that's, like, cool. Okay. Was like, okay. That's not how it went at all. <laughs> that's what yeah. Troy said. That's what Troy said. Still not how it went. Did you actually apply? No, I didn't apply, but I was like, hey, Troy, I would love to help out around the studio yeah. if you guys would well, have me. That's, that's, that's similar to what we And then we just at that said, time, yeah. Jacob was like, Jacob just ghosted us. Yeah, we, Jacob so, just laughed. We thought he I'd quit. I'd be interested to meet that man just because of the stories. Yeah, he's here for two days. And then he was, just, he was in KRC for like a week, and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that guy. <laughs> Is he still there? Or did he yeah. leave there? Oh, he's, well, he's, he's I think he's he went on vacation. He's actually his interns. I think he's actually up, but he's still just coming in just because he likes doing it. There you go. Opposed to just leaving us after. I mean, what did, did I say something to make Jacob leave? Probably. <laughs> if he said half the stuff he said to me, yeah. oh, don't act like don't tell me. <laughs> he did try to bully Jacob. You, you try to make me look like I'm just like this evil. Creep it was a here. joke. He Jacob was also a UK fan who the yeah. first I noticed the look on his face when we were like disparaging Devin Booker on his first show, and I'm like, oh, I think he loves like this, Booker like, too. Yeah, I'm like this kid's gonna have to grow some thicker skin. Yeah, like, call him gonna a be choker. A long time, yeah. Uh, Texas, the first week of teaching college, I thought I deleted my PowerPoint, and I said, oh, bleep my bleep. Thankfully, only two kids were early to class, and it's college, so no one cares. Yeah, my, I had professors all the time who cussed, and I didn't care. Well, the professor cusses. Who cares about it's that? College. Yeah, it's You don't never, I don't know how to do PowerPoint. You look I, like the type. I'm not surprised. Like, yeah, Why did it, you say that as if I was going to, like, I mean, Matt Like Whoa. Like, when I was at West, I had to do it for one thing. I had, like, the first, it first came up, and I had no idea how to, like, I had to. This girl I worked with, I just basically like was like, "Can you like help me with this?" She's like, "Yeah, I can look at that." But uh, yada yada. Like you could tell me you didn't know like, how to use Excel, did... I'm gonna have the same reaction. We learned Excel in third grade. <laughs> well, when you were in third grade, I was 22. So <laughs> actually, I was a lot older. I was than say that. you were a lot older than that. I was born that. when you were. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> Texas, y'all should be glad to have Jen instead of Jacob. We are. I am. I, yeah, I prefer. Jen. Yeah, we uh, we definitely got the better of that deal. Texas, there's not a listener out there that thought Jenna would make it more than one day working alongside Trevor. I had my doubts. I'll be honest. 
Why do you feel people try? I'm a good guy, damn it. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can read this. We'll take a break from these. Uh, what? They, I hate that. Are they, are, are they making fun of me or her? Are you? Oh, well, I don't care about that. It's fine. I know you don't. But anyways, <laughs> we need to talk about this list that has everybody up in arms. Do you know what I'm talking about, by the way, when I say that? I mean, I saw your picture on the tweet today of the show of Rothstein with, like, evil eyes. John Rothstein. So yeah. if you're just joining the show, we, uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, the Maui Invitational draw, Louisville playing Arkansas in the first game. Um, we talked a little bit about, at the beginning of the show, Isaac Brown, 2024 running back, committing to Louisville yep. right before we started. So we, we got into that. Then Jenna Cuss, and it derailed everything. Yeah, it was um, completely off, off, off the, <laughs> through the off, show, yeah. in, which is where we thrive, honestly. When we're spiraling, it, it made the show better. To a large degree. It was one it of my gave, favorite moments. It of the gave show. Monday a little bit of a kick. It was we needed a little bit of a kick today. Yeah. I mean we especially when we started the show like playing Yahoo, I guess, and, and, and some and national all, woman talking about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. We didn't have yeah. the stream was not working, which is, you know, look. Par for the course on Monday around. You okay here. with that suspension, by the way? No. You wanted more or less? More. I was fine with that. It's what yeah. I predicted too. I figured four to six four to eight games. I think it's yeah. Well, I don't we don't need to talk to Sean Watson. We can be the only sports show in America that doesn't talk to Sean Watson. I'm fine with that. Um, John Rothstein, sports college basketball robot. He tweets about college basketball nonstop. He's in Italy. He's still tweeting about college basketball. He came out with his ACC preseason power rankings today. Okay. Now, I gave a spiel last week on the radio, and I gave a spiel on Jeff Greer's podcast as well, saying— Which I watched, by the way. Did you watch or listen to it? I watched it. It's the one y'all did on Friday night with the storm, during the storm. Did, was, it on, night, yeah. was it on YouTube? No, you, you tweeted it. Oh, I just retweeted. I thought it was just audio. No, that was that was the video. Yeah, and you're okay. I, yeah, you're wearing the little hat you wore on to the show on Friday. Gotcha. Exactly. I actually watched all 45 minutes of it. Yeah, I did. Well, thank you. But I, I gave the same spiel that I gave on the radio, which is if you are a Louisville fan who is prone to being, I don't know, a little bit sensitive when national writers say disparaging things or don't think your team is good, like you need to start bulking up now because the next few months are not. Where's that ring coming from? It's okay, I'm not good. It's not just you. Thank goodness. I thought I was hearing ringing in my ears again. I was like, this is this is, this is that time in Atlanta all over. So I've had, <laughs> like, I've had weird like flashes in my eyes since like, I've gotten sick. And like it, it freaks me out a little bit. And so I was taking a shower yesterday, and like the bathroom lights like flickered a bunch. And I'm like, God, my eyes are doing that thing again. And they almost went all the way out. And I kind of like oh. freaked out a little bit. And like I was like, hey, Mary, is that? She's like, oh, that bathroom light's been flickering for a long time. I was like, thank oh. God. I'm like, I was about to be very, very. There's worse. nothing. Few things worse than the shower, the light going out when you're in the shower. Too. It was, yeah, it was a low mo. Anyway, uh, John Rothstein ranked. I was telling people, you gotta toughen up because people are going to say bad things about this Louisville basketball team. People are not going to have high expectations. There's not going to be. You may find one person out there who writes, I think this team can be a surprise. They may make the NCAA tournament. They could potentially be like a top half of the team, uh, half of the ACC team. But for the most part, it's going to be people looking at this roster and saying, this looks like a, a year that might be even worse than last year. And I know that that mm, yeah. ew, it just stings your ears to say it. But Rothstein ranked all 15 teams in the ACC. Yeah. Where do you think he had Louisville? Because the only other power ranking we saw, it was like busting brackets had Louisville at 12 a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, going off just the way you're describing us pissed at him. Because Greer said 10. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think he put us at fifteen, but I'll say fourteen. Fourteen is correct. Yeah, Rothstein has us all the way down to fourteen. Georgia Tech, whose roster is abysmal, the only one below us. I mean, there's yeah, cause I, that's what I'm thinking. There's no way we can be listed ahead behind Georgia Tech. They may have to fire Pastor because they're going to be really bad. But they, I mean, that's got, the only team we didn't lose to last year, right? Wasn't it? Beat him in the ACC tournament. Yeah, because we split with NC State, who was who so, shouldn't be as bad as they were, we but they were. Pitt too. And we split with Pitt, who did do some improvements. But yeah. 
And then we, yeah, so Georgia Tech is the only team we didn't. We played multiple times and didn't lose. Didn't to. lose to, yeah. I think you're right. Um, well, that's not good for Georgia Tech. <laughs> I mean, that's just talking about depressing, man. Is there, there's a small part of me, and people know how I feel about Josh Pastner, but there's a small part of me that feels bad because, one, the whistleblower, the creepy guy who basically called him out for violations because Pastner didn't tell him happy birthday on his birthday, which is the most Josh Pastner scandal of all time. Like, that was a kind of a shoddy deal they also accused him of rape which was completely made up and they found out very quickly it was totally made up so i felt bad for him there but then also like he wins two years ago he wins the acc tournament he's got the best team they've had at georgia tech in a while they go into the the ncaa tournament and the acc player of the year moses wright tests positive for covid and can't play in that game they lose in the first round and he kind of loses his chance to have an impactful run in the NCAA tournament for the yeah. first time. Then last year they suck, and now this year they're going to be terrible, and they're going to be people who are calling for his job in a few months, I think. But back to Louisville. If they haven't already. I mean, it's George Stack. They, have like, they do kind of. They've got like seven. Yeah. Days. So, Rothstein has Louisville all the way down there at 14. And when you look at the rosters, because Greer pointed this out in the podcast, he said a lot of the teams that have been sort of the, the bottom feeders in the ACC for the last few years that Louisville has, has beaten down, your BCs, your Wakes, your, your Pitts, they have made roster moves during the offseason that have improved. I, I, they should be better because of the guys that they've gone out and gotten. I mean, we talked about Dior Johnson was a name when he decommitted from Oregon yep. that was a five-star point guard, could have really helped us out. He ended up going to Pitt. They've got him. They bring back a couple of other guys. He was going to take like 30 shots a game. Though. He's going to. Yeah. I mean, Boston College, they bring back a number of their best players. They also added um, some big-time additions in the transfer portal. Um, they're trying to get better. NC State, like – Rossing has them at 12. That's one that I look at and I'm like, eh. This team was a weird one because you know they had talent on last year's team. They just was, always get hurt. Yeah, it was with the injuries and just, I don't know, it just, it's some, I don't know, just something's not meshing with Keats there. I mean, it, it very similar to Louisville last year. Like, you you just can't help but think that it's, it had to be, there has to be something internally going on with that program. Like, you could tell me that Louisville is going to be, like, I think we should be definitively better than Georgia Tech. That's the one team that I point out and say there's no excuse to be worse than GT yeah. this year. But Wake NC State, BC, and Pitt, and maybe Clemson now because their best PJ Hall got injured. I think Louisville has a chance to be better than all those. Teams. They were actually decent when he got hurt last year, weren't they? Didn't they? Yeah, they started off. They had a bunch of injuries last year and never really got a chance. When to he got, a, I want to say they upset somebody. Was it maybe North Carolina when he was out or something? It was Alabama, I think. It was it Alabama? Okay, I know they had like a good win when he got out last year. They, I mean, they were just, they started the year down a couple of guys, but they yeah. have some of those guys back. They've got Hunter Tyson back. Um, they should be okay, but like, you can. I can be sold on Louisville being better than all those teams, but I can also be sold on Louisville being worse than all those teams, which is not – it's kind of the conversation we've had with yeah. football. I think any spot from, like, 9 through 14 is reasonable. Rossing's going with the lower end of that. But if you're, like, even the most optimistic Louisville fan, it's – once you get to, like, 8 and you start looking at Syracuse and Notre Dame and, and Virginia Tech, it's hard to put our – like, you are banking on the guys coming back being way, way better than they were last year and – Kamari Lands being like all ACC freshman or like freshman <laughs> of the year, good, and I think Brandon Huntley Hatfield being a superstar as a breakout sophomore, which all those things could happen. But you're asking a lot to happen. You're though. asking a lot, oh, and man. then I think the backcourt situation is the best backcourt situation. Oh, then there's a new coach, and we don't know. Like we like look, you can be very high on Kenny Payne right now. You can be hesitant on Kenny Payne. The fact of the matter is, none of us have any idea how he's going to be as a head coach. None of us have. We still don't really have any idea how he's going to play. Outside of him saying, I want to be fast and I want to be good at defense, which is, <laughs> I get playing it close to the vest, but I think we're all just going to have to kind of, like, we're going to be intrigued that first exhibition game. I, like, I don't know, because 
when you look at the roster, we all know the guard situation. Like, playing fast is not – we all want to play fast. It's Louisville basketball. We hated the the slowdown to an extent under Chris Mack. We want to get back to pressing and and secondary breaks and scoring in transition and and in-your-face defense. But we got one guard. It's not really – we have one guard, and we got a lot of size and a lot of length. It's more – like, this style is more conducive to slowing it down, playing tough man-to-man defense, making your opponent work in the half court, and then lengthy possessions where you work the ball inside, you let a couple of your bigs touch it, and then you you get the best shot possible. Like, kind of playing the style that John – and I know Calipari's teams weren't, like, slow it down Virginia style, but they, for the most part, do things out of the half court, especially when he's had these bigger Monstars-type teams, which is kind of what we have. And maybe if you're Kenny Payne, and I don't know if this even has has entered his mind because we hear so little from him, but maybe – Long term, you wanna you wanna press, you wanna score in transition, you wanna get out on the break, you wanna play fast. But maybe this year, just this year, you slow it down a little bit. Well, I don't. I and mean, we'll find we'll, I, we'll find out early on. I mean, and probably know. I mean, I was gonna. I want to say like. I don't want LLs to die. It's like, <laughs> a reasonable request. I, I mean, don't think I'm asking too much. It's a long I'm, season. He's gonna play three <laughs> games in three days in Maui. I mean, normally I, I, I am a fan of a coach adapting to his team and not trying to force, you know, the square peg into this, the round hole, you know, and try to force a team that doesn't, you know. it's If a coach wants to play fast, yet he, he gets a, has a roster, whether it's first year, third year, fifth year, whatever, that doesn't, you know, fit that kind of mold, we'll, we'll change his coach. I'm all for that. Now, the thing is, is we, like you said, we have no idea what his actual style is. Like, I don't want to, I don't want him to maybe come out and play slow People think that's what it is because he's doing it because of the roster is built. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we I, even with this, if that's what Kenny Kenny Payne wants to be an up up tempo guy, we may not even see the real Kenny Payne in the first year. That's what I'm saying. If he's a good coach now, if he comes out and tries to play fast and wants to play his style, no matter what roster he has, and, you know. And as you said, this roster. I mean, next thing we know, we've got you know Ellis being carted off the court. You know, with with, with oxygen masks, and, and by the time he gets to Maui. It's not a good sign. That 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 tells me that 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 makes me worry about Kenny Payne as a head coach. And he's in Payne's in a unique situation because it's become kind of in vogue in recent years in college basketball for coaches to adapt according to their roster. The best example should all good coaches, no matter what your sport is. But again, this is his first year. The the best example of adapting is Bob Huggins. He did the the press Virginia thing. Yeah, and that wasn't like he was. He's like, that's not my style. I did that because those are the pieces that we had, and then those guys graduated. He went back to the old Bob Huggins style. They play mm-hmm. a little bit of that 1-3-1 now. They brought that back. They're not getting up and down. They're not playing that way. And I think even with Mike Krzyzewski, who refused to play zone for the first 95% of his career, and when he when he went more in on the one and done and was playing more freshman, he let those teams play a little bit of zone. Now, Cal Perry is one of the few guys who just refuses to strain. I know it's driven Kentucky fans crazy in recent years, but he's going to do the dribble drive thing. He's going to do the straight man-to-man defense. He's going to to always play the way he's been playing. And Tony Bennett of Virginia is obviously another one of those guys. But the better, better, most of the great coaches in college basketball in recent years have gotten away from being system coaches. They they become chameleons. They 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 sort of conform to fit their rosters. Yeah. Now with Payne, if you're a guy who, and I think you have to take him for his word here. You want to play fast. You want to play in-your-face defense. You want to get out and run. Like, you want to show that right off the bat. You want to do what Rick Pitino did in year one with a limited roster. And remember, like, he was like, it was such a stray from the later Denny Crum years. The first game we played against South Alabama under Pitino, we forced like 41 turnovers or something absurd. And that was a sign that, hey, we don't have the roster to be top five good right now, 
but we're going to play this style, and it's going to be fun, and we're going to get the most out of our teams. Arsenal at least built enough that you could do that kind of exactly. style, though, whether you do it well or not. Payne probably wants to communicate a similar message, but maybe he can't with this roster. Yeah. Like, and, and that's going to be tough for the fan base who's been sick of Chris Mackball for the last four years. So really, he's going to have to be. If that's what happens, if we're playing slower because the roster fits that, he's going to have to communicate that effectively pretty early on. And he might be able to do it early on, though, do his own style because we'll be playing. I mean, not against much Bellarmine, but some of the other teams will play of lesser content. With that, will be. I mean, athletically, even with lack of guards, Louisville should be able to play that style and still win. Sure. I mean, there, you'd hope. You would. You would hope. Yeah. I mean, exactly. But when you get to Maui and you start getting into the the, the dog days of the ACC schedule, you, you you're gonna you're not gonna be able to do that. With the, not, you're not gonna be playing up tempo with the way this roster is put together right now. All right, we gotta go to I mean, break. You can, but it's gonna be it's gonna be very weird to see happen. For sure, uh, we have to go to break. Uh, we got the five o'clock hour coming up next. Before we do, reminding you about our friends over at Shady Rays. If you need sunglasses this summer, go to shadyrays.com. Use that promo code Big X. It's gonna save you fifteen percent off all your purchases, and also Shady Rays. Uh, takes a portion of every single purchase and donates that money to fight hunger in America. What's better than that? ShadyRays.com, and they have the Shady Rays guarantee. If you lose those sunglasses or something happens to them in the first 30 days, they always hook you up with a replacement pair. We love Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code BIGX when you check out. When we come back, we'll Jenna, re- Jenna's going to wear her Shady Rays so she can go incognito after the embarrassment of cussing on You almost air. said bleepy rays. It kind of sounded like you cussed right there. No, it incognito. Kind of sounded like it. Uh, will Jenna cuss <laughs> in hour number three? We'll find out that. Uh, we'll also we'll recap the 502 BBQ, and we'll recap some of the other storylines of today. We'll talk about the Isaac Brown commitment. All that coming your way in hour number three of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Every time I hear this song now, I think of John Boys, Louisville's greatest, Wagner's finest. He put out, he used to always make a tweet where it would be like, he calls the Reds, can't get names right, can't find a Brenneman like for Tom Brenneman. And like, it's all I could think of now. Speaking of people who cussed on air, uh, and, and <laughs> at least you didn't say that, Jenna. I mean, that was, that was yeah. Tom Brenneman was way worse. Now he's calling games in Puerto Rico. He was Tom with an H. Tom. Tom. I was just a Tom Brenneman. There's a part of me that misses old Tom. Not a big part. But a small part. He didn't curse the way he said a derogatory he said, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah he no, said yeah. something way worse than just a standard curse. Which we no, like, no. all all my friends and I were listening to that, and like we picked it up very quickly. We we're like 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 right away in our Reds text group, it was like um pretty sure we're hearing Tom's last game on the Reds call because like and then like the clip got out. I, I, like Matt Jones, I feel like Matt's come up a lot today. He was the first person he I saw is, put yeah. it on Twitter. Like he captured it and put it on Twitter, and that was the first time I was like, yeah, that's what I thought he said. And sure enough, like the w- the weirdest part was you could tell that he didn't know for like an inning and a half. It was like the apology that became famous because of the Castellanos home run. It wasn't right after they, they like they played another inning before he realized what was going on. And he's like calling the games willy nilly. And you can tell that either he's oblivious or the people behind the scenes 
are well, trying to figure a, out what to do. This is the between inning hot mic incident. It was, but like he called, like I'm saying, like it was all over the internet, and he had no idea. He called like another full inning, like before, <laughs> like any, anybody told, like talked to him about it. I guess the the, the, the the home run happened while he was doing the apology. Exactly. Right? So yeah. he finally comes back like an inning and a half later. Keep yeah. on. This is like 25 minutes after the initial thing. Yeah. And he starts with the apology, and then like that's one of the more surreal events that I've ever watched live. Because I'm like, oh my God, Cassianos just hit a bomb in the middle of this apology, and he like does it. And the best part, everybody does the, and there's a deep drive. Like you know, it's become a meme over the years. But the best part to me, that hardest I laughed was the, folks. I don't know if I'm gonna be wearing this headset again. <laughs> yeah, he, he so he get Brockmired, right? He's gone. Yeah, he's so he's down like doing like just random like he was doing games like Puerto Rico. Because so they because the NFL let him go first, like right afterwards. And How the long Reds, has that been now? It was two years ago. Plus, he hasn't come back yet. The Reds put him on, like, it was, like, one of those, you have to work out the legal stuff. The, yeah. the Reds put him on, like, probation or put him on the sidelines before they officially fired him, like, three months later. But, yeah, he's, last I heard, he was doing games in Puerto Rico. And it was weird because, you know, then it was Marty's last year. And so they've had all these events honoring yeah. Marty. And, like, they made him a Hall of Famer. And they honored him. Like, he, you know, like, Tom's coming back. It's his dad. But, like, he's, yeah, it's the whole thing. I'm surprised awkward. he hasn't gotten a job back in. It's been long enough. I think he could. Yeah, that, that was a pretty rough one. I yeah, guess. but it's yeah. I mean, I don't think it's ex- exile reasonable. I mean, he, he get punishment. He he's had his time and time out. Even Brock Mark. Well, you know, I don't know. I guess once again, you basing your entire real life viewpoint on TV is not maybe the ideal route to go. Here. Yeah, but did you ever did you ever watch Joe Brockmeyer? No. Oh, actually, season one, by the way, hilarious. Uh, he makes it back by like season four, but by the end of the show, wasn't as funny. So it was much better when he was just doing. And what Brock Mart did, ironically, in Kansas City, in the show, uh, is uh, was way much worse than than, Brenner, than again. I mean, once again, TV. <laughs> um, I, I was, a couple of things here before we get to. I want to talk about the five hundred two BBQ in a second. Um, by the way, Jenny, hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing great. Are she's, you still not mad fine. at us? She's fine. I, she's not mad. I just said not mad. I said not, she's still not mad. Several times I told you all I was embarrassed. <laughs> if I was mad, I would have told you. She's so not mad. <laughs> don't don't say that she's mad or she's gonna flip out. Are you still embarrassed? A little bit. There's no reason to be embarrassed. Yeah, why don't be embarrassed? You're fine. Yeah, we've all done it. It happens. Yeah. Um, a couple of basketball notes. I want to get to the five hundred two B in a second, but Tim Sullivan uncovered a couple of things that demand our attention here. One oh, today, I don't know if you saw this. The NCAA has added a, I guess, accusation against Rick Pitino, saying that he knew and was involved in the whole Brian Bowen payment, which they essentially. They just copy kind and pasted. Of a big deal. I mean, they copy and pasted the section from from Merle Code's book, where Merle Code is like, "Oh yeah, he knew." Like that's all. They have no wow. additional information. They don't because the you know, the NCA changed its rules years ago, because a couple of years ago, because oh, all this work was just too much for them. So they they can they can take federal do, uh, documents, they can take um, testimony from depositions, and they can use that in their investigation. They don't actually have to find out all the information themselves. In this case, they're taking the word of a shady businessman yeah, who got sent no to proof. federal prison yeah. for this, and they're using that in their allegation. Louisville should be able to fight this pretty hard. And on that note, it came out, Tim Sullivan also over the weekend, that Louisville has hired a Neil Cattile, who is a very famous big-time attorney. He used to work in Barack Obama's uh, president's office back in the day. Okay. They are paying—he is charging the University of Louisville $2,465 per hour— for his services to help fight these NCAA investigations. Two grand an hour? It's the highest legal rate that Bloomberg Law has ever found. $2,500 an hour for this man's services. All I've got to say is this. That banner better be going back up. <laughs> I don't even. I, I don't just want to get off scot-free in this latest case with the NCAA. I want the NCAA to apologize to us on their 
like respective. Knees. I want the instability. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want Brand up there hanging the banner himself. I want an extra title. I want. Yeah. Toss in twenty twelve for a good match. Twenty four, fourteen. Yeah. Ban UK yeah. and Kansas and give us the twenty twelve title as well. Like we we need two titles for this. What was the name of the lawyer again? Neil Katile. Because when you first started saying, that, I thought you were saying Neil. I was like, Oh, Neil. we got a Neil lawyer. All right. No, Neil. That's not that you originally said. Uh, Neil. Okay. Okay. Is it like uh, Neil Patrick Harris? Gotcha. He is a he's a, a famous lawyer. He worked as the, uh, the Solicitor General of the United States for a couple of years under Barack Obama when he was there. Um, he went to Georgetown, which big time, small school. Yeah, um, pretty good school out here. Went to Yale for his JD. Um, he, I, I can't remember what, tri- I know he was the highest his paid. JD? Yeah, his, law school, his Juris Doctor. Oh, okay. I never heard, I just, I didn't, I didn't remember they called that. Well, you thought it was also a law class, so. Well, but I mean, that's never. <laughs> you thought it was just one big law class. Like JD, where's <laughs> JD? Uh, he worked for Clinton back in the day, pro bono. He like, he's, he's got a whole Wikipedia profile. You can read it there. He's a big time, well known lawyer. But twenty five hundred dollars per hour is an absurd rate. I mean, is that? But is that really the most? Like I, I, I thought. According I, to Bloomberg Law, I mean, I'm sure there's some that aren't public. Record. Yeah, I was gonna say because I feel like there that, that that there's probably lawyers that charge more. I mean. I mean, what OJ probably paid more say, than that. I, yeah. I knew I would have bet a million dollars your mind was going to go to OJ. OJ. I mean, that's, I would have to take that, right? But anyways, he's <laughs> he is helping Louisville fight this case. And if all, all I have to say is this: after the Chuck Smirt fiasco, where we paid him like eight billion dollars to do nothing and actually hurt us, if we're paying this guy twenty five hundred dollars an hour, and we I thought we were broke, by the way. You're never. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> I loved it when we, I mean, just when we were just early on the show, you came in. Oh, you, you're not going to get rid of Mac. You can't afford this. You don't have any money. You can't. Well, we couldn't afford that buyout. Well, I would tell everyone, um, don't pay attention to a lick of it. There's, if you need, there's a way, there will, there's a way, and you will find money. Well, we're finding it now to pay a guy $2,500 an hour. Because and we're having to take that away from, you know, we're paying Kenny Payne. Relatively speaking, for a UofL basketball coach, a small amount of money. Like, he is not being wow. paid what you would expect to pay a UofL basketball coach. Scott Satterfield kind of the same way. And part of that is because we're still paying an inordinate amount to Bobby Petrino, which is ridiculous. Well, in both cases, they haven't yet earned the big money, though. No. But still, like, you would have, if we had hired Eric Musselman or somebody else, we would have had to have paid him three times as much as what we're paying Kenny Payne. So you're saying we would have had a cheaper lawyer? Pretty much. It's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's, that's where you find the money for stuff like this. So we are paying an exorbitant amount to hopefully get out from underneath this stuff. And if in the end we end up getting like a postseason ban or God forbid, like two postseason bans or some ridiculous financial penalty, hire Trevor Kelsey to defend you the next time because none of these high paid attorneys slash advisors slash consultants are getting you anywhere. Now are, are, do these lawyers like the, the, the good, the good people that I, I watch on daytime television, you know, when I'm, when I did watch daytime television and being awake, uh, are they the same policy that you know? If we don't win, you don't. We don't get paid. I don't think that's the way it works. In this oh case. no, we need to get one. Of the, and screw that! Screw this guy. Let's get Phil Rich out there. We we gonna make Phil make it rain. I mean, come <laughs> make it rain on the NCAA. Walking the NCAA with an umbrella, like we gonna, we gonna make it rain in here, people. <laughs> um. So the, so that's going on. So that those are the two basketball notes we have to get to. But the I mean the Rick Pitino thing. Who knows if it's a, a big deal. I think it, I think it's a big deal I for mean, Rick. It's not I don't think it's a big deal. deal for us. It's not a big deal for even Rick if all they're they're going on is the uh, from from 
blurb from that book from the dude. I mean, all they're going on for the Kenny Johnson allegation is word from Brian Bowen Sr., who openly lied under oath I during mean, the federal trials. Like, if you're going by hearsay, I mean, that's that. I mean, I, I don't have to have more than one day of law school to tell you that's not going to hold up on court. But this isn't court. This is the NCAA world. Oh, like, that's right. These, that's this is right. not a. We're not going to federal or, court. Where they make rules and change their own bylaws as they go along. Which is the 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 bleepy thing about all this is that you <laughs> it can very much become if the NCAA is not going to do their due diligence which there's no sign that they're going to even though it's taken 17 years to get this case done but you can have situations where it's Brian Bowen Sr. says hey Kenny Johnson paid me $1,800 right wrote me a check with his own money Kenny Johnson can say that never happened UofL coaches can say that never ha- can happened the bank account statements cannot match up to back that and it can still be the NCAA's word versus UofL's word the NCAA can say, we're believing Brian Bowen Sr. In this case, they can say, we're believing Merle Code, even though he was found guilty of <laughs> defrauding you in a federal court and went to jail for this. He's saying Rick Pitino was in charge of this. And if the NCAA wants to punish Rick Pitino, they can do it easily. Now, Rick Pitino can fight back and say, I, I never had any knowledge. Look, TJ Gasnola said, I never had any knowledge. There's, You have no smoking gun. You have no hard evidence. You don't need it. The... The... The bar is much, much lower for the NCAA to punish than it would be for a, a court of law to find Rick Pitino guilty of something. And it's bad news for Rick. I don't think, based on the way the IRP has been talking and the way the NCAA has been talking, that this is something that could fall back on Louisville. But I do think it's something that could result in, like, Pitino getting a multi-year show cause or Pitino having a one-year suspension or Pitino getting kind of whatever Bill Self gets or whatever Mark Gottfried gets. Well, I guess Mark Gottfried already got multi-year show calls. Yeah, he's already Will Wade maybe the better example or I guess Sean no, Miller, Sean Miller probably yeah. the better example in all this but I think it's bad news for him I'm sure he'll fight it vehemently he's been fighting every step of the way but I don't think that the NCAA can tie that to us I don't, I don't think it's I don't think this can worsen Louisville's punishment oh don't challenge NCAA when it comes exactly. to that exactly I, 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 thinking mean, in the NCAA is two words that should never go together yeah um, th- that's the problem with this with us is that we know, we, we know we've already been down the road enough many times that we know it's just Exactly. There's no common sense. There's no logic or rhyme or reason for what the NCAA, how they think, how they act, what they do, what they're going to play. I mean, yeah, you just, it's a fool's errand to yeah. try and, and predict what they're going to say next. Um, Texture says 502 414 is the Thornton text line. Texture says, I had someone pull out in front of me the other day and yelled out, You stupid bleep with my five year old in the car. He proceeded to ask my wife at dinner what Butch meant forever in the doghouse. Well, yeah, that's, you can't do that. I'm terrified of like, even when I want to yell at people in like road rage stuff nowadays, like think you're gonna get shot. Yes, you because you you read about that like every single day. Like I'm I'm afraid to like honk at somebody now, just like somebody's gonna like pull out a gun. Just you shoot gotta me. stay strapped. I had a, I had somebody run up on my car nice one time. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I was with I was actually with Renshaw. We was uh, I was I, I guess I, I was trying to get around. He was driving slow, and I was trying. So I just, I was in a hurry, and I was trying. So I was going. I actually just went around him. I wasn't like. You know, up his up his rear end the whole way. Like as soon as I had a chance, I just went round him. Uh-huh. I guess he got mad about it, and so he just. I didn't even realize he was following me. So I got to a red light a few blocks later, and the guy runs up to my car, and he kind of freaked me out. I used to well, keep. Yeah. I don't. I've never had a gun, but I used to keep like this, this a, a blade on me, a knife. Nice. And, was, and, and it was like a Rambo style knife, and I okay. had kind of. So like he comes run up, and I'm like I had my hand on it, you know, just in case. And he just he comes runs the car, freaks out. Renshaw's freaking out. You know, he runs up. He's like. You need to, you need, you shouldn't, weren't allowed to pass me back there. You know, you're such a punk, and you're lucky I'm not. I'm like, it's like, light turned green. I was like, 
Peace. And just hit the gas and drove off. This guy's standing in the road yelling at me. I just drove off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I was like, I'm like hyper aware of what cars are behind me at all times. Yeah, you have to be. I mean, I watch. I usually don't. I mean, I'll, I'll cuss. And trust me, I get road rage. But I do it to myself. Same. Like, the only time I'm like, the only time I guess I honked, even honked a horn, is if someone's like, try, like about to run into me in the other lane or something. And I'm, I'm giving them, yeah. hey, you're, you're not paying attention to your blind spot. Like, I'm not one of those ones that even honks the horn. Like, at, when the light turns green, I'll be like, come on, go, go, go. Oh, but, no. If you sit there for more than 20 seconds, yeah. I'm yeah, I guess 20, yeah. Yeah, you're I, right. I do 20 seconds, right. But, for example, I was, I was at, um, I'll throw these people under the bus because their service sucks anyway, Sonic. Ooh. And, like, Just lost that anyone that goes, I was gonna say. anyone who goes to Sonic should know, like, you know, you should be expected that they're going to be slow. You have to be there for half an hour. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to have to be somewhere within, like, two hours. I'm not going to Sonic because you never know. <laughs> And I always get the basic things too, like a cherry lime is incredible. Cherry lime, it's the reason I go there. I just, it's it's, it's so there. good. I actually put up with this crap with them. So I'm there, and I'm there's like a car in front of me. I'm the next car. Probably been there a good twenty minutes. It felt like, and there's like three cars behind me, and the car one car back from me just keeps honking his horn. Annoying. And I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, what do, what do you want? What are you looking to accomplish in doing this? Like he's just honking his horn. The, the the poor like bellhop guy or whatever comes out to bring his food to the next car. He's yelling. He's like, "Where's my food, man? I've been out here for fifteen minutes." I'm like, "You're a Sonic, dude. Like, know your role and shut your mouth. I mean, like, no, don't just go away." I wouldn't call that road rage. That's just impatience. Yeah, yeah or I was going to say incompetence, stupidity. Yeah, I mean, many of things. Guy probably used to work third shift at Spinelli's. Yo, they're deep fried Oreos. No, they're good. They're yeah. very good. Oh, very prepared good. to wait so for good. them. So good. I pointed out on Christmas Eve. Texas says that uh, today's show eclipsed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to get that. A We've had some fantastic it. moments in recent weeks. <laughs> that was maybe my favorite. Jenna Custing on Air is right there with it. It's been terrific. It's been a great couple of weeks here in the summer. I'm not gonna, I never we're been, getting ready for football season strong. You know, when I told that story and you looked it up, I never really realized it was on Christmas Eve. Yeah, though. that's like, why I laughed yes. the hardest at first. What I'm happened? A, Trevor brought up. He, Trevor was telling a story about how he could see Spinelli's from his house, but wanted to order and got so mad that it was taking so long to like order sandwich. Two hours, yeah. That he like post, he's like, I think I posted it on Facebook. So I just Twitter searched at Trevor Kelsey and Spinelli's, and it came up a tweet from like 1.30 a.m. on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, you awful human being. About him complaining about a sandwich that he ordered. It wasn't even pizza. It was a sandwich that he ordered like from Spinelli's. It was a sandwich, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just, I lost it. I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. In, in. I think because I brought it up because I, I don't, I don't vent on social media anymore. I mean, and I, we, we, and Mike and I both have joked about this off there. Like, man, I'm kind of glad we were like off that age a little bit. Oh, 100%. Because I'd be in so much trouble with things. And just some of the things I probably said 15 years ago in early social media days, probably get in trouble for. And like, I'd know I'd get in trouble if I was like, you know, 20 years younger during this prime social media. I read stuff I wrote back in 2007. I'm like, ooh. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just. And I felt like I was kind of trying to play by the book even back then. But there were some things I never where I'm was. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, you would, would have been. I'd be more worried about you. But like, yeah, like there. Were, I look back at some stuff. I'm like, oh, I remember kind of writing this. Like, oh, I probably got I some that? bad tweets. And now I, I never really. Well, I wouldn't say bad. It depends on what your definition of bad is. Me, I don't think they're bad. But then again, I have well, you don't think anything's bad. I have a different. Barometer. I've thankfully never been a social media ranter. It's probably the the, the right mindset. I, I think it's. I look down on it. I do. I think I just. It annoys me. I did it one time. I think a little bit early Facebook seven oh eight oh seven maybe time. I think the only thing I've ever talked bad about on social media was Dixie Highway and how construction (laughs) took two and a half years and how that would never happen in the East End. Well, Dixie Highway always. I mean, 
It's been that way since again. I started driving. It's been if That's you're going what I'm down, if you're going 30 minutes on Dixie Highway, expect it to be two and a half hours. If that was Shelbyville Road, it would have been done in less than a month. Shelbyville Road kind of got bad too, though. Shelbyville Road kind of became the East End Dixie Highway. It's Kentucky. It's always the state. The state tree is an orange cone. I mean that's that's we that's a good one, Trevor. Construction here. Thank you. Tell us today's show has eclipsed the DVD stuck in the PS4 story, though. <laughs> that was like the second week we were on the air too. That was that was the beginning, of the, and also that was the day Brandon Bender, day Brandon Bender came in. And how weirdly we talked about. I have that, a legitimate question. Okay. Yeah. When you all had CDs that were scratched, did you put peanut butter on them? No. no. Is that just my family? There was like there, there were ways to clean them, but if you if the scratch got bad enough, you just had to live with it. Like you, yeah. well, like our PlayStation Two always had like games that were all messed yeah. up, right? For some reason, my family put peanut butter. I on. never, we, I never I did. Never I'm gonna Google it that. and make sure if that's. A thing I don't know if that was a thing or not. I there are still songs to this day that would skip, and when I hear them, like I remember like the skip part in my head because I listened to it so much <laughs> where it would skip, and I, yeah. I still hear it that way. That's I mean, how I that still, O-Town CD is. I mean, I still had those problems with, with, O-Town with cassette tapes. I'll never forget when I bought my first Use Your Illusion cassette, uh, Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. The first song on track, the second track was November Rain, and like the first day I had the tape, I was flipping it, my finger, like I accidentally screwed up the cassette. So it wasn't until that song came out on like video. I had never heard November Rain because it was so screwed up on the cassette. I, I typed in "Does peanut butter fix?" and the first thing says CDs. "scratched discs." There you go. I, I I've never, never. How have I never heard th- that? I, I remember you could buy like cleaning sets that would like yeah. clean CDs and stuff. They're horrible. Like, I, I never, never worked. Never yeah. worked. No, nothing ever worked. Look, this says all of these say it worked. I'm pretty sure it did. I, I just, that Intel never got back to me. I remember I bought a VHS. Y'all I bought enough. a VHS clean set one time, thinking it was a dirty movie. I was so disappointed. Yeah. Texas, Texas, tell Jenna not to be embarrassed. If anything, she's endeared herself more to the fan base. Just that much more. Yeah, Thanks. agreed. Texas, a puppy dies every time you say Maddie Banks' name. <laughs> I know, by the way, I never really thought that was a very funny nickname. It wasn't. I, I think he called I, himself that. I, then again, I also never really thought the whole Captain Suntan thing was very clever either. Well, neither I thought they both were just, just lame, and like how they both caught on, I never got. Like, you just, just seem, it smells desperation. To catch no them. Rusty. It's the best nickname of all time. <laughs> Texas, is that even true about Kansas City? What was I saying about Kansas City? I'm talking about with Brenneman. Oh, <laughs> well, it, yeah. no, I mentioned Kansas City. I mean, because that, that was, I think that's what he's, he's talking about. Kansas City was the the voice of Brock Meyer, and and I said it was. But I think he's talking. But about I said it was an interesting twist because I'm mentioning Brock Meyer, right. and, and then that was the Kansas City was what he Brennan mentioned in the yeah. Texas, should we have uh, Castellanos on call in case we need him for Jenna? <laughs> Someone just texted me about. He said he's never heard of peanut butter in this scenario, but he said toothpaste was what he heard about. Ew. I feel like toothpaste got used for everything. Toothpaste, when I was growing up, people they, say toothpaste fixes your acne and it's so bad for you. I, where is it? I tried it one time really? and I woke up and it was like this. It was like it was like all crumbly and like even That's more disgu- red. It was uh, terrible. Yeah, it was awful. Where did I just not have WebMD back in the day? That what, was where my is, mom. Uh, I think was the one who told me about. It. She's like, it worked for. I used to put it on zits and I, I tried it one time and I woke up and the zit was like ten times worse. And I, I mean, never tried. I know it again. if you put Windex on it, according to my big fat Greek wedding, it comes off. I never did that. I mean, I just used like Clarisol back in the day. I mean, yeah. I was like sixth grade. I was like the only, because I had puberty way before everybody else. I was like shaving at 12. (laughs) And like I was the only one to have acne. And I was like so self conscious about it. And then I just stopped growing. I didn't have acne all through high school. And now I have acne. And I'm really mad because Uh, I would have just rather have gotten it out of my school. It's like braces. Get it out of the way when you're right. That too. Yeah. Texas says, replay the 2016 NCAA tournament and let us bring back Patino, Lee, and Lewis if we're playing that much. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Bring them all back. (laughs) Redo the whole thing. I tell you what they could do just just to. Just for fun, give us a 2020 championship banner in return. Just give it because there's no banner for that year anyway. So let we us have won. it. 
We were going to win it, yeah. We won one of those like online video game simulations. I remember that. <laughs> well, let's hang a banner for that. Texas pre-tax, Neil Cattile makes a little less than $100,000 per week. Granted, he's working a 40-hour work week. Uh, well, uh, let's, he's let's probably assume not, he's working still. a 40 I doubt he is. Not to mention, he, how much of that work he's probably doing, because you know he, he delegates it probably to like, assistants and sure. interns. And he probably doesn't do half the work. That's the way it works, man. Billable get, hours. Get that reputation. You can bill whatever I mean, you want. I should have gone to law class. <laughs> law class? Trevor, so I, I went to law school for a year. Mm-hmm. And Trevor, <laughs> when he asked me questions about law school, it, it came to light that he thought that law school was all just one big class called law class. Like you just you went just there. Take it the whole and year, you just, yeah. You learned about the law all day, and then you went home, and then you went back, and you learned about the law. Like it was just, that, it was law class. You had law, law class. class. It was yeah. the only class you took. Nice. So you take law class. Yeah. One, one year of law class. Didn't help me out. Texas, couldn't Rick turn around and sue the NCA for defamation? Mm. I think, would that be definition or slander? I think Rick just wants to be done with all this stuff. Like he, he should be. He dropped the Adidas suit because he was, the, the UFL suit just because he was, he's ready to move on. Like, I, I think he's he, just sick he of hearing about this. settlement in that, didn't he? Well, he got, he could have gotten paid much more than he did. Yeah. At the end of the day, he just wanted. Uh, he was going to win. Yeah. Well, well Jurich had a better case than he did. Jurich yeah. did, but also with Patino, we didn't follow the proper protocol, which was the True, thing. Yeah. And I think he just wanted to stop. Litigate. He wanted to stop seeing his name in headlines like this. Can't say I blame him. I can't either. I mean, the man's—he's old. Like this is the last tenure of his career. He wants to go out with as little noise as possible. I think he wants to try to build back some of his lost reputation, which is probably impossible. But he wants to at least try. And I, I think he just—even like, if he thought he would win a case like this, unless it was something where he's being kept from coaching for multiple years, he probably doesn't go that route. How long do you think he's just? Let's say the NCAA is completely cleared and when it's all said and done, which is. Unlike that, but what do you put the over-under on Patino's rest of his career? What do you mean? Coaching years. Over-under on Patino coaching years left. What's he now, like 68? He's, yeah, that sounds about right, even though it looks like he's 88. Well, hey, he's looking good recently. I mean. I, I can get some work done because he's looking good. Uh, he's 69. Giggity. Okay, giggity. <laughs> he, I bet he coaches for 10 more years. So you're putting the over under over under ten. Yeah. I was I was actually thinking higher. I was going to put the over under like 15, 20. I wouldn't be surprised, but – you think that man's going to be 89? I mean... I can see him Bayheim in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll coach I mean, until he dies. Yeah, I could see him going. I mean, he's... You got to remember, he's... You know, he's... he's an, he kinda, His 89s probably are like 120. I mean, he's, he's, does, he stays in decent shape. I mean, he's... I mean, he doesn't... He's not out there, you know, eating Arby's 24-7. Not getting long COVID. He's not ordering, you know... You I don't know, have any problems like 100 that. bucks worth from Graders. I don't eat which, Arby's by the way, I'm about to for another COVID, order. So, so Genesis, should outlive all of you. <laughs> what did you say? said I should outlive all of you for what was, sure. What was that first word? Oh, stop. <laughs> I think I make her feel like subconscious about her language. Like, what did I say? Uh, welcome to my world. Texas says, uh, I went to New York this year, and my buddy had to tell me that honking in New- NYC is different than Louisville because they do it constantly. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like that's portrayed in the media. Yeah, you should know that. Yeah. I've never been to New York, and I know that. I mean, I've been I want to go to New, New York, York City Christmas. or New York to State. I've been to New York to State, but New York City I went to when I was a kid. I've I been to JFK. That. Same. I've been to the airport. Woo! Airport. Yeah. I've been to LaGuardia. <laughs> Texas UNC fake class scandal. They were being they were paying their attorney over twenty three hundred dollars an hour five plus years ago. Well, it yeah. worked out for them. Yeah, luckily, it wasn't <laughs> an attorney from their own school. <laughs> they were going to hire one alum, but they're like, we don't want somebody that got our degree. Yeah, that's why we're trying to fight. Texas, you got that right. Dixie Highway is looking more elitist, high end than Shelbyville Road these days. Dixie cleaned up good now. Hey, Shelbyville Road still don't have mess. anything nice up there, but yeah, it's a Dixie Highway. I don't. I just don't even go to Dixie. I don't remember last time. I just 
Yeah. Well, I used to always go out there because we always had baseball tournaments at like PRP or As Valley or Butler. Like we were always out there. But and the first time, Butler, Butlersville was okay. PRPs was the best. Yeah, obviously. They always had tournaments, and the first time I drove out there, like I just remember it was like. Gun store, bingo store, bingo hall, bingo hall, bingo Lots hall. Of bingo. Bingo everywhere. I was like, I was like, when does this end? Bingo and smoke shops. But we also would play like Valley Sports, Little League, which is right over yeah. there by PRP when I was growing up. And I remember that was the first thing that I always noticed was like, bingo, bingo. I was like, I love bingo. That's also Greenwood Road is yeah. bingo, bingo, bingo. Bingo is incredible. Walgreens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe as I've got, maybe I, if I get a little older, I'll get. What, what is it with bingo? Like, what? Kind of fun. I like bingo. I mean, I guess, and and I get what you're talking about, and I've seen bingo halls other places too. And I, I used to this girl like mom was like obsessed with it. Like it was like three nights a week. I had to go to bingo nights. Once you get that bingo, and just getting those, Jones. getting all the cards. I think they and make a dropping. lot of friends too. It's like a lot of older single. It's people. a social thing. Yeah. Okay. I just never. I don't know. I mean, I've seen bingo on the television and the movies, and they also take it very seriously. I went yeah, to. Yeah, I know they do. I mean, she didn't. I just thought, I don't grab on. They hate young people who go. Teach his own, but I, mean, I went to bingo as a young kid at Wildwood Country Club. I'll never forget oh, this. Shout out. Shout out to Wildwood. <laughs> she said on something. I went and. It was a, like, I'm probably like nine, ten years old at this time. And it was one of those coveralls. Like every space mm-hmm. has to be covered. And you went, and it was, if it was in this, like many, it was like 40 balls drawn or less, you win $500. Huh. And so it was the, I had one spot left. I, never, I remember the number, G55. <laughs> and I had one spot left, and it was the last ball, and it was not G55. And then it goes down to like $25 after that. Oh, the very next so number, G55. And as a 10 year old oh, kid, $500 as a 10 year old kid is, you, Oh, you won the mega million. You won the you won the one point three billion dollars. I think I was a sixth grader and won two hundred dollars in a contest. And I was I mean I oh was my God. backflips. I was like I I was just horrified. And I, don't get me wrong, I was excited to have the twenty five bucks, but I was like G fifty five, man. Why G-55. would you do me like that? One second earlier, <laughs> Texas Jenna. What else does your <laughs> no can't say that? No, oh, no. Reference to her family and peanut butter. <laughs> Texas, I used to pour gas on my cuts to kill the infection. Jesus. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a flex? <sighs> I guess. I'm so strong. I mean, kind of. Kind of <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of impressed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Texas, Dixie Highway, Kroger is fire. The gentrification yep. has gone too far, though. RIP the Electric Cowboy. I That's hear- Gucci Kroger. That is Gucci Kroger. Electric Cowboy also very fire. Electric Cowboy. God, did you never go to Dixie Highway growing up? Not on purpose. <laughs> it's fun. I like it. Uh, we got to go to break. I've got a couple of lingering thoughts from the 502 BBQ. We'll get to all that good stuff before we do. Reminding you. You're teasing you, it the whole show. Like, I, know. I know. Literally every saving break. It, saving it for 530. Every segment well, is we're going to talk about. Well, we were. And then, Jen, and then Jenna cost, and then we had to talk yeah, about that for Yeah, let's blame it on hour. me. Let's it, blame it on me. Well, it kind of is your fault. Okay. Uh, before we go to break, though, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If your AC goes out this summer or if we get to the winter and your heating goes out, AirServe's the place to call. They've got technicians on call 24 seven they're like emts for your hvac go to their website today airserve.com backslash louisville when you do remember how to spell it a-i-r-e-s-e-r-v.com backslash louisville we love our friends over at airserve whether you're too hot too cold your house is too polluted airserve is going to get you right they're going to make your house operating in its optimum capacity give them a call or visit their website today all right we'll go to break when we come back uh i promise 502 bbq a couple of updates from over the weekend and then we'll wrap up the show it's the mike rutherford show on a monday here on 1450 the big x
I forgot about the list It's weird that you played the same song. You played the same song six times today. Yeah, except for Candlebox. Same song. Candlebox is like the only one that's every time. You, 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 you so what do all what do all of these bands that sound alike have in common? They all sound exactly alike. And and were popular in 1994. And I don't know. Bands. They start. They're from Seattle. There we go. So you didn't have Nirvana in there, so I would have known. Why didn't Nirvana play? Yeah, Nirvana. Wait a minute. What happened to Nirvana? Did I send too many songs? Maybe. It's okay. Wait a minute, because I know I sent her. What Nirvana song were you trying to play? It was in Bloom. Oh, see, I would have known then. Yeah. Did I not did I send that? Uh... It's okay. Nobody cares. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, I did. I sent seven songs. Whoopsie daisy. That'll happen. I mean. All right. Are you ready to talk 502 BBQ? I teased this all day. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Well, but the reason it's Seattle fans is because I'm doing this on purpose now. Is because I told I you I was in the Seattle kick on Friday night watching the two, the only two like Generation X movies that are out there, singles cool. and, and reality okay. bites. All right, let's talk about 502 BQ. Oh, yeah, because we've only been teasing it for. I know, and I can't get to it because then you start talking about Seattle stuff. Then Jenna's just like hurling expletives left and right. She's having a rage. If you missed the second hour, Jenna just got into a rage. She started cussing everywhere. Yeah, she threw something at me. She did. She... I wish I would have. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think she, she kind of beat me up. Except the both of you, not just Trevor. She's, she's kind of abusive, man. <laughs> she just took over the show. Uh, but we, we're finally going to talk about the 502 BBQ over, over the weekend. The, I mean, the word from weekends like this is always going to be positive, right? Like, this is... Well, it's already positive now that we know we got one commitment out of it. And that's, I mean, that's how you start off. We started the show yeah. off with the commitment of Isaac Brown, the uh, four-star slash five-star, depending on what you're looking at, running back from the 2024 class. Look, we're killing it in 2023. We're already getting 2024 started. Yeah, Had scholarship offers from Georgia, Florida, Michigan, uh, anyone you can name. He's going to Louisville. We're excited about that. Yep. So that was the first big get. He was a member of the, the 502 BBQ crew over the weekend. As far as like <laughs> other guys that I've heard – Worst posse rap name ever, probably. No, it's good. <laughs> so you've heard, I mean, you, you hear positive things, and, and the people who aren't going to come here, it's a little bit more quiet, but the names that have come out that, that people are saying, enjoy their week, keep an eye on them, could be committing here relatively soon. The big one is Stanquan Clark, who I mentioned on Friday. I There was a lot of thought amongst L fans that, like, hey, this might pop over the weekend, like, seems to be uh, very high on Louisville. He's a three-star slash four-star, depending on what service you're looking at. Rivals has him as the number 12 overall linebacker in the class of 2023. Uh, they have him as the number 141 overall player in that class. Um, he's gotten a couple of future cast predictions on rivals uh, to commit to Louisville. Uh, apparently his weekend went very well. Would not be shocked if he's the next name that you hear committing to Louisville at some point. Um, you said he was the one that, I mean, that's not the name I was thinking of when you when you were talking about what, what maybe who was affected by this. Isn't the uh, wasn't the, the wide receiver slash tight end at this thing? Well, you're thinking Deuce Robinson, but I was talking yeah. about guys who might commit over the weekend. Like, oh, okay, just may commit. Okay, Deuce okay. Robinson got a, a future cast prediction from Dave Lackford on yeah. Friday before his visit about committing. He did, by all accounts, again, have a good weekend. If you're not sure who we're talking about, Deuce Robinson, kind of a late addition to the weekend. He's the number 20 overall player in the 2023 class. He was. He's had a good time. He went back for seconds instead of one paper. May have. He's the number one linebacker in America, according to every single scouting service. And the big, I think, in for Louisville here, because he's been considered a USC lean for a long time, is he wants to play college baseball. And mm -hmm. Dan McDonald and company, having it rolling, playing in a baseball conference that's not the Big Ten, yeah, sorry, yeah. USC, maybe losing out already, is apparently a, a big deal to Deuce Robinson. So that's a, another big name that's out there. 
Um, the other name, because Isaac Brown was the one that people were like, hey, keep an eye on him. The other name that I think had a uh, a good weekend who is leaning heavily towards going to Louisville is Adam Moore, uh, wide receiver. We need more of those, no question about it. No pun intended on name. Uh, three-star player. He's the number 61 overall wide receiver according to the 24-7 sports composite. Um, keep an eye out for him. As far as other guys, the only other thing that really caught my eye from over the weekend is that we offered a kid from Indianapolis who was visiting, who's at an offensive tackle, whose name is Ransom McDermott. I have no idea how good he is. I just know that his In name relation is relation Ra- to Dylan. I know that his name is Ransom McDermott, and I want him to play for Louisville. Because his name the Ransom and McDermott, because they're both cool names. It's just a cool name overall. It is a pretty cool name. Ransom McDermott. Isn't there? I think there's a safety place for Ohio State that's named like Lantham Ransom. Ransom McDermott's cooler. <laughs> and by the way, he's pretty good. He's a three-star prospect. He's the number 400 overall player in the 24-7 sports composite for the 2024 class. Uh, he plays in Noblesville, Indiana, Noblesville High School. He's a the number 21 offensive tackle in the class, according to 24-7 sports, already with scholarship offers from uh, Boston College, Central Michigan, Miami, Ohio, Toledo, mostly area schools. But I don't care. His name is Ransom McDermott. Would you name your kid Ransom? No. What's like the what's the most off-ball name you'd go for a kid? Mary would kill me if I tried to get it. Mary's not she says she will not go for anything outside the box. Like okay, she's she's she, I mean, well, I mean, you've Virginia got, kind of is. Virginia, but that's a, Virginia, but that's a family name. Virginia, but then that's I wouldn't say it's outside. And I wouldn't say that's weird. I wouldn't now ransom is kind like it's of just a weird an older name. name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, You're it's, right. It's just a family name. Yeah, like like my my cousin just had recently they just named their daughter Margaret, which is after my grandmother. Yeah. Which is a definitely older name. You don't see too many Margarets around anymore. So what, what, what you ha- I think you had something in mind right there, didn't you? you what, what was the name that you had? Maybe you said Virginia would never go for it. Was there, I mean Virginia Mary? Mary never no, I, I didn't have any crazy. I mean, just that she wouldn't do anything she, wild. No, she's not going to get it. Like she wouldn't go with like I don't know, like like Ace or something like that. Like <laughs> she wanted, she likes traditional names. And but there's never one that you had in your that you had like you know, you'd always no, kind of fancy. I like well, I like the name Connor a lot growing up, and she well, that's my cousin's name. We she just was had not the, go the child. We the the. Girl name was very easy for us. Like I was, I wanted Virginia. My mom. It's my mom's name. It's my grandma's yeah. name. It's my great grandma. It's like all that. And I just, I like the name. Um, and she was cool with that because she's married Virginia too. It's how oh, weird yeah, how it all worked out. out. Yeah. But then the boy name we had a little bit more back and forth. We had, we had a harder time with. And I knew the entire time that we were going to settle on John. Like I just knew it because I'm John Michael. Both of our um, three of our four grandfathers were Johns. Yeah. And so it just it made sense. Tracks. Yeah, so like I was like, we're going, to, and she was like, I don't know, I don't want to do it just because of that, and like we're going, I'm like, we're gonna say John anyway. <laughs> so it came down to John or Jake, and we went with John. Don't well, name that kid Jake. Yeah, I like John better too. Yeah, I feel like Jake Rutherford was kind of a cool name. Yeah, it has, Jake's not a cool name. Yeah, John, John's a better name. But John, you can see, I can see like President John. Yeah, you can have President, but you can't have like President. I don't know. Jake seems like more of just like a he's a baseball player. Well, maybe but, maybe my, I'm just being shadowed by Major League. Would it be Jacob or Jake? I wanted just Jake. Okay. Yeah. I know somebody whose name is just Jake, and he used to get bullied because his name wasn't Jacob by adults. What's a stupid reason to bully? Yeah. I'm just saying. Is kind of Why were kids They're bullying? like, oh, just Jake. <sighs> what? what about you, Jenna? You well, now I'm glad any, he's John. Any, a name story picked out for your future kids? Yeah. Um, I like the name John Paul because I want to call him JP. Okay. okay. See, we're John Thomas, and I'm. We're wondering. JT's cool. We're wondering if JT's going to take off at some point. Yeah. It's up to the kid. I mean, I think at some point you just let the child decide which name he wants to go with in terms of his lettering. I mean, I've told you don't have control over it though. Like, like I became. I went from Mike. My mom wanted me to be Michael, and then I was like Mike in sports, and that just happens. And then in high school, I've told this story many times before. Like my close friends all call me Ron. Because it's a nickname that came up in high school. Don't ask him. He won't tell us what I it won't. means. I won't. That's okay. I wasn't going I thought to. it was going to last for like I a won't. week. It has lasted now 
20 years. Years. And you just, I, I have no control over that. Like, it's just, it's going to happen. It's because they all went and rented Captain Ron. That's what his I have one of my friends, the cousins, always calls me. He's like, there's the captain. There's Captain, captain Ron. Ron. And I didn't know that my first Underrated one, movie, by the way. Yeah. So I, I watched it after I got called Captain Ron. I kind Ron. of feel like, like I need to go back it. and watch it. It holds up. Oh, so, that, so what girl's name do you have picked as her, Jenna? Madeline. Madeline. So that's, that's outside I like the box. That. Yeah. I know a lot there of was a show about really? this like orphan whose name was Madeline. Yeah, I remember, I remember Madeline. Yeah, I remember Madeline orphans. Yeah. yeah. So my mom didn't want to cast Madeline's because of that movie. Huh. I know a lot of Madelines. I don't know. That's why Madeline. I like Madeline. And I don't love Riverdale. I don't don't like that show. But they the redheaded actress. Her name's Madeline Pitch, and I, I really like her. So. What'd you say? <laughs> Stop <laughs> making well, her. What's her last name? <laughs> no. There, what Pitch? What? What word would Jenna. you go with? Oh, <laughs> oh time out again. I was again. like, it's a P. <laughs> uh, but that's the, anyway. I don't Those know are how my children's this. names. That's, <laughs> that's the 502 BBQ wrap-up from over the weekend. Well, you brought up Ransom, which just made me think about it. I, that that's that is happened. an that's, odd name. Because I'm not, I, I don't get odd names. Like, I'm not, like, I, and when I say your Madeline's outside the box, I don't think it's, like, way outside the no, box. No, it's just not way. Emily. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, or Heather or Christine or something like that. Um, but, like, I, I know, and I've made, I've said this step before. Like, when you see some of the weird funky names, like, Unless you're giving your kid a trust fund, do not give your kid a weird, weird like a, just a randomly weird name. Yeah. Because unless they unless they're growing up with a trust fund kid and they can buy their way out of having a weird name, otherwise, because if, if you're if you're going to like Wagner or PRP and your name is like Moon Dance, you'd be prepared to be shoved in a locker. Yeah, we know a handful of like I guess people who are rich enough to name their kids weird stuff. I'm like, okay, let's and it's usually, But like the other other friends, I'm like, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you're, no, you're, if, if you're putting yeah. the kids in a weird spot. Yeah, if you're Kanye and you, you know your kid's worth already $60 billion, I mean, you can name him whatever you want to name him. It doesn't matter. I agree with that. But uh, if you're working at Walmart, you need to name your kids something regular. The only other thing that I have, the only other note that I have from over the weekend, because we've talked so much about national recruits, understandably so, because Louisville's going out and they're getting the best players do. from Florida and California. Yeah. The, the local name of note that keeps coming up, and I – in full disclosure, have not seen this kid play. I've only talked to people who have seen this kid play, but the central running back, Cortez Stone, who is coming off his sophomore season, big-time recruit. He's taken a bunch of visits to Louisville. If you have seen him play, I'd like to, because I want to hear from people who've gotten the bird's eye view, Texas 502-414-1450, is he worth the hype? Because we've had a lot of running backs in recent years that have gotten some hype, and you know, at the end of the day, they've been like just well, okay. But this one sounds... It sounds like he's different. I, I want to say, and I, I could be, I could be mistaken because I do, you know, I actually know who you're talking about because uh, recently, and I don't know who posted, someone, and I should give him credit, and I'm just thankful I still had some previews on Career Journal to, to see this, but did like the 15 best high school football prospects in, in Kentucky. Sure. And he was on there. And I think I, I could be wrong, but I could have swore, like, because when we're some running backs, when you see that, especially, I always want to look at their measurements. Because a lot of times he's you, smaller. Because you, but he, I think he was still like five nine, five ten though. But he was like one hundred eighty, which is that's you can play D one at that level. I mean, he's bigger than the kid we just got, Isaac Brown, who's yeah. five star players, five foot I eight. I mean, because you'll see a lot of times. That's all I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenna. She's learning too much from Trevor. Yeah. Oh, I was just it's saying that's crazy <laughs> that somebody's going to play Division one and is as tall as I am. He's see? he's very good. If you could run a four three four, told you, you yeah. couldn't play Division one football. Just there you down. go. Same thing. You could have played, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Cortez Stone, remember the name. I also saw, um, and I. We if should, you watch him play, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We talked about this off air. Sad news from over the weekend from another local. Uh, I saw Maude Price from Fern Creek, who was the star on there. I think they won 
two different six region titles when he was there. Uh, played in the state tournament a number of times. Uh, passed away at far too young age. He's playing for Wiley Brown at IU Southeast. Was going into his junior season. Was actually going to play with his brother this season. And I know a, a lot of tributes played in. It's just a uh, far, far, far too young uh, to be to be bearing a kid. But that was very sad news from over the weekend. Um, we talk about Bill Russell passed over the weekend. Bill Russell, my dad. That's my dad's like icon. Like my yeah, my dad's Russell, favorite yeah. athlete. And I know he texted me. He was all upset about it. Um, I mean, a guy who changed the landscape of the NBA, changed a lot socially, and probably will go down as the biggest just winner in the history of professional yeah, sports. Yeah, I mean, back-to-back national championships in San Francisco. Um, many, with six of them, I think, in, in Boston, 10 or something in Boston, whatever it was. I think it was like, what? yeah, it was more than that. Yeah, 11. Yeah, yeah. Like in like that, 12 yeah. years or something. It was absurd. He's a player coach as well. First uh, black head coach in the NBA. All places Boston have that too. Yeah, news. I mean, news to Jay Williams. Remember, remember the, the the famous Jay Williams tweet? It's like Boston fired finally has hired a black head coach. And people are like, well, they've had eight, and they were the first NBA franchise to do. It. And like, I got hacked. I saw where LeBron said the other day he won't play, ever play at Boston because they're too racist. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's not. It's, they, they have their they have Boston's a reputation got a tradition. For, yeah, they, they, there's, there's a reputation. They for were it. the last major. I know the Red Sox were the last one. I think to integrate, if I remember right. Sounds right. Um, a couple of odds and ends here before we get out of here. Dalton Rushing, I don't know if you saw this. The, he was the earliest MLB draft pick from the UofL baseball team this past year. Was drafted 40th overall by the Los Angeles Dodgers, who just love Louisville catchers. Uh, signed signed his deal for $1.959 million. Uh, that was a little bit over his slot value. Uh, man got paid. He deserves it. Well done. Um, also, people are talking about this uh, basketball recruiting 2023 class. Who's Louisville going after? Continue to hear positive things about the recruitment of Curtis Williams, the four-star power forward who now is saying he's going to take a visit to Louisville in mid-September. Uh, keep an eye out there. Well, he's a front court guy. We, we, they wouldn't let them slip between our fingers. We don't. Also, baseball note. Reed Detmers yesterday. Did you see this? Did not. He threw an immaculate inning for the Los Angeles Angels. He becomes the first rookie in Major League history to have a no-hitter and an immaculate inning in the same season. He's the first MLB player to do that in seven years. That's awesome. You're going to tell me what, what's an immaculate inning again? Uh, three strikeouts, nine pitches. Okay. Well, if you're pushing a perfect, I guess you don't have to have a perfect game because you're getting all of that. But I would think you would have done that in a perfect game. Well, no, not necessarily. No. You just get everybody out. That's yes, true. It's yeah. just, I had an immaculate ending in a fall ball game and didn't even realize it. Nice. I got back in the dugout. I'm like, not familiar with that. Like, dude, you threw nine pitches yeah. and struck those guys out. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> it was J Town. <laughs> Suck at J Town. I also forget that Reed's is still technically because did he play last year? I think or one of the COVID shortened years. He played barely a little bit last yeah. year at the end of the season. But he's having a, a good rookie season in classic Angels fashion. You know, there's that famous tweet out there. I say famous, like I think it's hilarious. Where it's like every time I see a tweet about the Angels, it's something along the lines of like Mike Trout hit six home runs and uh, set a new MLB record. Shohei Otani did something that hasn't been done since Bagabond Jones did it in 1923. <laughs> it's like and the Angels lost 11-6 to the Astros. Yeah, it never makes sense. It's yeah. they always like have these How ridiculous are you breaking stats, records. And in perfect fashion last night, Reed Detmers does this and the Angels lose five. Well, I think, I think aren't they? I think this year alone they're like I think were they like 14 and one when Otani pitches. And they're like one in thirty six when he's not. Well, they're playing so well, and they lost ten of eleven, and that just derailed yeah. the entire season. There was a there was a point where he had a zero like zero ERA. Yeah, and they're like, but in the middle, but the Angels has lost their four teams straight. I'm it's, like, it's unbelievable. I mean, they should like. I want Mike Trout to get like the Trout barely even plays though anymore, right? I mean, because he's always yeah. been he's been injured. He's an Eagles super fan, so I like Trout. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's from Philly. Big Eagles fan. I did not know that. Yeah, he's he supposedly goes to every game. Um. Texture says, my son's name is Jake. Jenner needs to shut up. Sorry. Wasn't Jake the name of the kid in Two and a Half Men? I don't know. 
Tesh says, uh, this is Scooter Dingus. I went on a couple dates with a girl named Margaret a few years back. <laughs> Thank you, Scooter. I feel wow. like most Margaret's go by Maggie. Do they? I think that's right. Like people my age, yeah. I would say, I just don't say, I don't think you, what, do you even see that many Maggie's? Tesh says, Trevor, Jenna is from Dixie Highway. She's about to open up a can of Dixie whoop-ass on you. <laughs> I love that. She's already beat me up, people. Leave it alone, okay? Tesh <laughs> says, Dixie Highway poop. They started widening 71 in 1971. It's still not done. <laughs> <laughs> Texter says, absolutely uh, absolutely not. My daughter cheers for Central. Whole team is awful. <laughs> There's the answer to the Cortez stuff. Central had a That's decent crap. team. They always do have a decent team. Especially ever since they went, they lowered themselves down like 3A or whatever it was. They, they always I think they're down. Teams. I think they're 2A now. Yeah, so it's they, not significant, but their volleyball team has gotten pretty good because they had Janelle Jenkins for a couple years. Oh. And uh, I had three Cardinal? girls oh. I had three girls from Central on my club team this year. There you go. Bibby's still there. Who? Bibby. Doug Bibby? Yeah. No. I think he's an assistant somewhere. Okay. Texas Louisville Live pushed back to mid-October, just in time to be hosted at Top uh, Golf and then the after party at Capitol Grill. After party. I don't know if the first part of that tweet's true. I have not heard that that, uh, that Louisville Live will be pushed back, but if it is, that's funny. That's I guess it. I should try out Top Golf when it opens, right? Top Golf is fun. I've never I've, been. I've never been either. Yeah. It's. it's I've never even heard. Even it. if you like don't play golf, it, you'll have a good time. Until until it became into the whole ordeal with Top Golf, I'd never even heard. I never knew what it was. I'd never even heard of it. Too competitive to do stuff like that for fun. Eh, just start drinking. You'll be fine. <laughs> I had a golf lesson two days wow. ago. You There's... had a golf lesson two days ago. How'd you hit him? Honestly, a lot better than I thought I would because it's been like six months since I golfed. Like, I'm not a bad influence. She's like, some, your, your advice is just keep drinking. And I'm the bad if influence. If you're a top yeah. golf, yeah. I mean, come on. Texas Doug Bibby's last season was last year. Okay, so it wasn't that bad. I've, or so that far off. The One of the first sporting events I ever covered was the Trinity season opener in basketball my senior year was against Eastern when Rondo was a junior. Yeah. And Rondo hit a game-winning three, which is ironic because he's like Hard not enough, a shooter. Yeah, exactly. He hit a game-winning three to beat Trinity. And, like, I waited to get a quote from him. And, like, he answered one question. He was just like, ah, I like having the ball, clutch situation, something like that. And Doug Bibby, like, shoot, he's like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. I'm like, the hell, man? I was like, I, I, I've talked to him for five seconds. So that, that was the only quote that I got to use. But Rondo was one of my very first sports quotes. I mean, Bibby was very protective of Rondo. I mean, yeah, was. I mean, who realized how awful coach he was when Rondo left and went to Oakville? Texas Demling news bomb over the weekend on Louisville Live pushback. Well, that's interesting. I wonder. I, I, I guess they're trying to line that up with maybe somebody's visit. I don't know if this is DJ Wagner related or if this is AJ Johnson related. DJ Wagner. DJ Wagner. Push it back to whenever you can get these kids here, because that's uh, that's when we need them. But that that's interesting. Are we doing Louisville Live at Church of Downs again. That was my assumption was that they weren't going to I change. I thought it that was a cool thing to after do. it was very successful last year. If you don't yeah. do it at Louisville Live, where do you do it? Like Slugger, Lynn Stadium, uh, yeah. Waterfront. I mean, no, I'm I'm not you know, because I, because of the state balloon glow, <laughs> Chow Wagon. Um, I mean, why is the Chow Wagon not being pawed up yet? I mean, we saw what barbecue does for recruiting. Yeah, we Louisville Live. It should stay at Church of Dallas. It was too perfect That's, last year. Too much of a setup. Yeah, it's too perfect. It's good for both parties too involved. Agreed. All right, we gotta get out of here. Uh, shout out to Jennifer for cussing on air. That was wonderful. Shout out to TK Yay. for doing. I'm good. not coming back. You're fine. Uh, we, 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 we'll see. We're like not gonna be on the air Wednesday. We're gonna act like it's because Jenna <laughs> got us kicked off. <laughs> uh, no Louisville bats tonight. We got the Cardinal Insider with Jody Demling coming up next. Everybody have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here at three o'clock. But it's on the table